Always told you that Joe Rose, the little dog, he's the best. Almost as good as Howard Provoke. We are Sports Radio 560 WQAM. It's Friday, you bastards. What the hell was that? Nothing. You better listen to me. You would have been a big star by yeah, now. With that little pit squeak voice. How do you expect to get anywhere, you little puny puke? Did we say puke? Slap for us, uh, Mo. Oh. Boy. 10 02 at 560 WQA. Man, this place is just full of uh, controversy and hate and rifts and riffraff. Love, hearts, all flowers. of these things. Man, I thought our only real problem was. Howard from Boca. Little did I realize he's just small potatoes these days. You know what? <laughs> I think the biggest problem is that Geldy is so desperate to get away from. Howard from Boca. That, uh, that's where the real problem lies, if you ask me. I could be wrong about that because, you know, I'm so out of touch. Thank God. Anyway, we got a lot of Geldy uh, material here today, so we'll probably play this <laughs> several times. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Jim Sarney writes a whole bunch of crap. Hey, Jim, you haven't got any clue what you're writing about, as usual. You're another South Florida loser. Anyway, four held in beheading of Americans. You see that story? No. No. Just in. Iraqi police have arrested four people in the slaying of American Nicholas Berg, an Iraqi security official said today, this morning. The suspects were former members of Saddam Hussein's Fedayeen paramilitary organization, said the official, who spoke on condition of anonymity. They were arrested a week ago in a house in Salahedin province north of Baghdad. Isn't that great that we have all of these words that nobody's sure. got any idea well, look, what the they mean or where these are? Now. What is that? The moving pictures of what? Of uh, the prisoner. Oh, abuse. the abuse. Hey, listen, they should be given a medal. That's what uh, the good right. poll your audience said yesterday. That poll you took, good poll, but man, the response was about as embarrassing as anything we've ever had on this show. Does it surprise you? The group that was involved in the killing of Berg was led by Yasser Al Sabawi, a nephew of Saddam Hussein. The security official said, "He said American intelligence had asked the Iraqi authorities to hand over the suspects, but they were still in Iraqi hands. Al Sabawi was not among those arrested." He said. 
and I'm sure also not arrested, was Al Zakari, who supposedly did the beheading and probably wasn't even there because he's dead. At the very least, at the very least, had his leg chopped off. Not well. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said when they chopped his leg off. Anyway, George asked yesterday, and you'll be pleased to know those people who like me and hope I'm around a while, and those people who hate me like poison also will be pleased, because otherwise, what would they do if I wasn't here? I have no life. Everything came out just fine, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Everything was great. My Good. prostate is great. 2.4 PSA for an old fart like me is fabulous number. So yesterday, um, I had several Visits. fingers. <laughs> what? Yeah. It felt like a finger. Well, I don't. I can't go into that. <laughs> no, you can't. I can't go they into that. They did. They sure did. Well, the problem is when you go to these. Uh, see, there's no more proctologists now. It's colorectal uh, specialist or something like that. In other words, whole doctors. But when you go there, they have like a whole team. I said, so is that the first team you got back there? Getting ready behind me, whatever they're going to do. I would have sworn I saw a depot. You know that depot showed up with uh, who else was with them? With the uh, PD Lenny, right? For Zach's birthday party at uh, Charhut. I wasn't invited. And and our program director, Clarence Darrow, is such a cheap Jew that he drove all the way up to, where was it? Somewhere in Broward. I have no idea. He drove all the way up there just so we can get a free meal at Charhut. He probably spent like five bucks gas going up and back. But he didn't care because it was a free meal at Charhut. Because he's a schnorr. He's learning fast. Is that embarrassing or what? No, I would have done so that. So P.D. Lenny showed up and also Defoe. I wonder what kind of drug, I mean, what kind of uh, stuff they ate up there. Anyway, oh, listen, I'm, I'm loaded for it today. You have no idea. Just wait. Wait till I get to Geldy. Huh? Oh, man. Hey, Geldy, let me tell you right now, the idea of you doing the Panther games. I was I was thinking about it driving to work this morning. It's a goal. It's a goal. It's a goal. Oh, it's a goal. I can, I can just hear it now. Can't you? I can hear Randy no. Moeller reaching over and slapping him one. Ow! Yeah. Slap him again, Randy. Because there's a rift, is what Joe Rose is reporting this morning, between Randy Moeller, who is, by the way, the Panthers' director of broadcasting. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Red Deer Randy is the Panthers' director of broadcasting with their 0.7 share that nobody cares about it. In fact, Mad Dog had, I was driving home for Mommy's Wednesday, and Mad Dog had to call somebody saying, how about that Flyer uh, uh, Lightning series? And, man, he, he said, you got 10 seconds. Nobody cares about it. And then he was counting down the 10 seconds. I think I was trying to say something. So why the Panthers are on this station, I have no idea. Because we are the anti-hockey crowd, except on this show. And Geldy would like to be in there, but, uh, you know, he'll he'll get slapped aside <laughs> by uh, Randy Moeller and everybody else, too. I'm going to slap him around a little bit today, because he deserves it. He's out of control. His ego has just become so massive and vivid. I don't know if I should do all 82 games. It's a long season. How can I do the games and stay on the morning show? Of course, the main thing, see, that's why he wants to get off the morning show, two, a two-pronged thing. First of all, he desperately wants to get away from... Howard from Boca. Which we can understand easily. So does everybody else. I'll tell you, our good friend... Howard from Boca. ...is so desperate to find an ally that he's even sucking up to the beast now. How do you like that? Did wow. you hear that? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, another great update by my good friend, the Beast. He's a hell of a guy, a whale of a guy, blah, 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 all this other crap. He's sucking up to him because he can't find anybody who will, you know, now that Geldy turned on. Howard from Boca. What has he got left? He's got no allies. That, that's so sad. You got us. That's right. We're chums. Okay, relatively speaking, I think we're pretty tight with our good friend. Howard from Boca. Because Joe Rose just, I mean, Joe would just, he'd sooner blow his brains out than even look at him. <laughs> no, he would. He, he would just as soon uh, grab that. Piece that muskrat off his head and just bada bing, just uh, yeah, do that. 
as look at them all ever again. Because Joe is a little bit P.O.'d at... Howard from Boca. Just in general. Not anything specific that I know of. Just in general. Just life, I believe. So anyway, that whole thing goes on, and Geldy wants to do the games. He doesn't know if he wants to do all the games with his squeaky voice. It's a goal. It's a goal. Uh, but anyway, I, I just I somehow can't envision that. I know he did that one game when Chris Moron uh, was uh, in New Jersey or something, you know, and couldn't make it back. And I, I went to bat for Geldy. Remember those days back in sure. the day? And I was uh, when Christina Moron, anybody would have been a big improvement over Christina. I mean, now that we got Jugs McDonald being put out to pasture. And by the way, it's just a radio show, Jugs. Quit being so sensitive. Quit being a grumpy old man, just like. Howard from Boca. Okay. They'll say bad things about you. You don't want to do that and blemish your otherwise uh, mediocre, I mean, your fine record over all those years, including the two years in Toronto where they rode you out of town on a rail. You don't want to do that, Jigs. What? What are you smirking about? That's true. You think real hockey fans like the Maple Leaf fans are listening, especially after being uh, honored with a great Joe Bullen, are going to listen to Jugs McDonald? My, my God, that's like a slap in the face is what that is to real hockey fans. How many of those we got here? About 30, man. Yeah. If it sounds like I'm rambling, I am, but that's okay. Yeah. I, I'm just in a rambling mood. I'm a rambling guy today. I'm like Bob Seger. Rambling man. Yeah, I'm a rambling man ready to pop a couple, uh, couple of pills, a couple of pups. Nine minutes while well, we're excited because we're waiting for a ponytail, Jeff Cohen, to bring us food today. I'm actually going to break a long-standing uh, fast, an on-the-air fast. Haven't had food in here while I'm here in a long time. Right, no. But today we'll make an exception because you got stiffed. You're not fooling us, ponytail. You're not fooling me, I'll tell you that. George was in here with Josh yesterday, hollishing, as the Chinese oh. say, dying for food, just starving to death. And Thinking Skippy, we were going to get see, some. See, if you want food, give, give the uh, order to a real man. Which that ain't right. skippy, okay? Anybody who's a bigger shrimp than you are, <laughs> a smaller shrimp, a, a smaller shrimp than you are, see him. is not somebody that you give a, a, a major league man's job like getting the food in here. He could have just said that Jeff didn't want to have anything to no, do with it. No, but you see, you're assuming that he cared. No, I'm not. As assuming soon as Jeff told him, "Oh well, uh, Neil's going to be back tomorrow. I'll bring in food tomorrow." As soon as he right. told him that, that was that was it as far as Skippy was concerned. Uh -huh. He doesn't care about you. Don't we you got understand? lots of friends. See. He doesn't care. He could have just you. said that. I understand, but he, he doesn't. Have Wayne he doesn't care about you enough to tell you that though. Could because if he told hut. you that, then right. you could have called somebody. and They would have brought you food. Call Ira, right? For, uh, sure. All those subs from Atlantic City subs. We're experts at getting free food in here. Everybody knows that. We were both feeling faint. Yeah. Josh had to eat Chef Boyardee spaghetti. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you because I know he likes to eat. See him. But <laughs> that's beside the Couldn't point. Couldn't get any. I see. Maybe Jeff will bring you some of those. Ten minutes, Pat. And by the way, I'm not putting you on the air, Ponytail, not after your brutal behavior of George and uh, Josh yesterday. That was very, very uh, acceptable. I mean, no, because if he'd have brought you food yesterday, he sure wouldn't come back. The only reason I yeah. want him here today is because we have no more no, soda. No more soda, I know. Back in the back in the day, in the salad days, the glory right. days, if I can say that, can I say glory? No. Uh, well, we used to have all these people bringing us, like Sal Falcone would bring us that great the Soleil water, the bottled water straight from Italy, all of the stuff that used to come in here, and uh, it was great when when people liked this. But now we got so many people that hate us like poison, or at least hate you like poison, and right. so I have to suffer for it these few weeks of the year when I bother coming back here. I have to suffer. I mean, the cupboard is bare. Look, used right. to be there Nothing. used to be cartons right. piled up to the What's ceiling the almost with free water and free uh, Snapple, all kinds of stuff. You're not here. Why should they bring? Yeah, it? they don't. They don't like you, like Skippy. They don't care about you. They're small potatoes. Oh, I buy my own soda. That's fine. Yeah, like that. The soda. No, it's got caffeine in it. You I know. That's that. why that's you know I bought it because you keep eating that caffeine and you'll find things growing in your. Rectum. I'm telling you right now. That's what they told me yesterday at the clinic. Really? That's right. I could explain things. 
They said, we see, like, uh, evidence of caffeine in your rectum. But we can't talk about it at length because that might then, the next logical step is that duff spot about painful uh, vacation. Attention, man. Painful vacation. I mean, death vacation. Isn't that what they call it when, like, a deaf guy uh, gets some time off from work, a deaf vacation? I think that's what they call it. Anyway, what do you think? Ow! It's painful. You're right. He's uh, not getting that panther job. Not if I have anything to do with it. Twelve minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. Voom is not just your ordinary regular TV. Anybody can see that. But it's high-definition TV delivered via satellite dish and HD receiver. The picture is so sharp, it's almost like you could reach in there and just uh, tickle your athletes right on the uh, uh, solar plexus. Voom is the only entertainment system designed for high-definition TV. Voom has got the most HD TV anywhere, and they provide you all the equipment necessary to enjoy the ultimate HD experience, including the satellite dish, HD receiver, and the remote. I bet you I know who'd like one of those. Howard from Boca. And Voom has got over 30 channels about 30, man. of HD programming. You can watch ESPN in high definition. That's three times more HD TV channels than you get from cable. they got all your other favorite channels, too, like HB, oh! MTV, even your local yokel channels, which are mighty sad. Voom's got over 120 channels of great entertainment. They've got exclusive channels also of HD movies, music, and sports that you can't get from your cable or satellite company. So with Voom, you get all the stuff you got now, plus all these awesome high-definition channels to enjoy. Call Voom today. Make your HD TV set worthwhile. Call them toll-free at 1-866-848-8666 or visit Voom.com for a limited time offer that includes free installation, no upfront cost, no long-term commitment. Call 1-866-848-8666 or go to Voom.com to start Vooming today. And you better do it right away because today is, what, 21st? Ten more days. Offer ends May 31. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Mackinac. This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil Gott. WQM, happy Friday to you. We got the uh, Mad Dog at 2. I'm looking at this. At Hooters in the Pines, no less. Well, that's kind of a little change, ain't it? Change of pace? Change of place? Why not? Humper in the studio, 4 to 7 this afternoon. The Hebrew Hammer, Henry Goldberg. Marlins on deck at 7. They won a game last night. They're starting to turn things around. Kind of like when I was at the doctor yesterday. He said, turn that thing around. 
No, it, it's bad when they're behind there and you can't. They make you hunch down over that table, and they got like three of them behind you, and they have that like cloth over your rectum. And you can't you can't see what's going on back there, and you feel these instruments, or at least you're praying that they really are instruments. Anyway, we can't go into it. Boogin for Mad Dog today. Too duply. Uh, too duply. Uh, Boog is in for the Mad Dog. Yeah. Was that Clarence on the phone? Yeah. Well, how come when he was in here before scratching his uh, privates, why didn't he tell us about that before? Obviously, and by the way, Clarence, out. I don't want to see you scratching your privates. Yeah, that, did you notice that when he was in here? Thank God, no. I guess he was aroused because he had seen the beast in the hallway a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's why the beast's head was glowing when he came in here before. Shiny. Just like one of them bugs, them, uh, what do they call those? The little ones that light up, like, you know. Oh, the fireflies. Fireflies, yeah. yeah like, a, like a cross between a firefly and a fruit fly. Maybe you got a fresh buff. That's, That's what Moss said. Shiny. Anyway, what was I just saying before we got sidetracked? Something very important, and you, like, uh, got me all off on that Clarence crap about him scratching his crotch. What were we talking about? I don't know. Yeah, we were about <laughs> Geldy not getting that Panther job. Oh, oh I, that. I don't know if I'm going to do all 82 games. It's a long schedule. and uh, wah, 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 You know. Man. Quit belly aching, and you're not going to get it anyway because I'm sure that Randy Moeller is going to stick it to you. That's the rumor that Joe started this morning, that there's a real rift there going on. You know, let's spice it up a little bit for that Panther organization. They had like a .7 share on this radio station. I mean, if we lost the Panther broadcast, wouldn't that be bad? No. Huh? To like a station that really cares about hockey, which we don't. Maybe that Carl Bananas Foster, he can put it on his 5-watt station at night that nobody can hear. Huh? Still probably have the same 20 people listening, because anybody that cares about the Panthers, we're watching it on the TV, right? Yes. We don't want to hear some old fuddy-duddy guy like Jug McDonald, old McDonald. And now that he's hanging it up, plus there may not be any season next year anyway. It all may be a moot point, right? I'm sure. That's what you've said. In fact, i got a good idea. Let Geldy, this may be, this may be the uh, solution. Let Geldy go up in a broadcast booth and just practice Ooh. all season. There you Pre go. Pretend there's a game on, you know what I'm saying? And make get excited, <laughs> you know, like that. And it's a goal, it's a goal. Like, make sounds like that. Gildy, I don't think so. I mean, if they really have 50 tapes from real broadcasters, that leaves you out in a cold, man, I'm telling you. I don't want to pee on your parade, Gildy, because you're not a really bad guy, but you're just out of control. You need to be put back in your place a little bit, especially the way you treated our good friend. Howard from Boca. Yeah. He, he was, I don't know whether Mo was still in that room this morning, or you're getting your car washed. These guys, you yeah, never see your car again, you give him your keys. Well, you kidding me? Ding it up a little bit, but that's all right. There. Oh, man, I saw him driving a Cadillac Seville right up 7th Avenue and coming to work. Take it. You don't want that one anyway. It's a piece of crap. Anyway. Oh, no, actually, it's a nice uh, vehicle. They got it from Kim Bocamper's uh, University right. Dodge. Yeah, Where they have that big cow out in front. AC sure blows cold now. Anyway. Uh, Morris in our audience faxes me a whole long thing, which, Morris, you know, I knew you had to send it to somebody. The other day, Rush Limbaugh actually said that Al-Qaeda wants John Kerry to defeat W. Just now he knows how he knows another question. Maybe he divided in a narcotic-induced reverie. <laughs> nice nice uh, thought, Morris. Anyway, I was so incensed I wrote a rebuttal. Didn't know where else to send it, so I'm faxing it to you. Hope you enjoy it. Well, I probably won't enjoy it because I don't have time to read it, Morris, but thanks for getting it off your chest and being pissed off and fired up. And especially, here's one Jewish guy that's going to vote for Kerry, Morris. Thank God for that, because I'm encountering all of these Jews for Hitler. Everybody I've talked to this week, oh, see, this business about how he panders to Israel because he's going to get the Jewish vote, and they're saying, oh, no, he's not going to do that. I think they're wrong. I think he is going to get, at least here in Florida, the people I'm talking to. Ethnic pandering, working in politics? No, no, but You're seriously, wrong. I mean, people who have been lifelong Democrats, supposedly, although the people I've been talking to are more like in, involved in the financial field, mm -hmm. which means that they're like, they don't really care about all these other issues or really about Israel. That's just an excuse because they're they're selfish, and they want to get more tax breaks for the rich, things like that. That's, what, that's really where it is. Yeah. 
gives a bad uh, image to the rest of us Jews who aren't cheap penny pitching, uh, you know, that stereotype. Nickel shaving. Right. Oh, nickel shaving. Todd Rex back in the uh, sales department right now <laughs> shaving it. Yeah. In fact, it's a good thing that uh, he never worked at IOD back in the day because if Steve Nickel would have been the PD, he probably would have shaved him too. With a straight razor. Right oh, good. Now that I'd like to see. <laughs> One thing about Steve Nickel, man, he sure had a nose for talent. What should happen today? This was George's poll question yesterday, and your response was so outrageous and unacceptable. I'm just, I'm embarrassed for you. WQAM, yes, sir. So good now? No, I don't think so. That sounded like your friends, didn't it? One of them. Well, you got so many. Like I know. I don't mind. I don't want to talk about your mugwumps, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you can speak English, uh, speak, you know, or even a couple of words of it. But otherwise, I'm not going to waste my time with you. WQM, hello. Yes, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Um, does it bother anybody that a guy who has no minor league experience has done, what, two broadcasts is now up for a major play-by-play job? Bothers the hell out of me, I'll tell you, when there are a lot of really great broadcasters out there. See, the, the only problem being in this town, the reason it doesn't bother anybody, including that uh, idiot Jim Sarney at the Sunset, is because they don't know anything about hockey anyway. But you're, you're, you're a... Do you, you think that Jim Sarney would know a good hockey broadcaster? Probably not, but here's the point. You're championing, and rightfully so, the fact that people don't pay their dues to get up in the business and that people who are actually devoted to working in the business get passed over all the time. Well, this is a classic example. Yeah. you got a squeaky voice punk who's done nothing, nothing, <laughs> his whole career to be in the right place. Uh, you give him quite a spanking, man. In fact, maybe we should do that all day. Call in and spank Yeldy a little bit. He deserves it. Give him a spanking. So it's basically promotion by attrition. Is that it? Well, I, let me just make one suggestion to you, okay? I, I don't want to say it too loud. I think he might work cheap. Really? Think about think about that. Think about the Panther coaching selection last year. Remember that? But you're saying other broadcasters in small markets who wouldn't work at a, at a smaller salary level wouldn't come here? They would probably chop off their uh, exactly. right leg just so like uh, Alza Carlos so that they could do the issue. game. You're it right. It can't be money. It's got to be just, you know, incestuous. Well, be sure and tell that to the director of broadcasting, Randy Moeller, okay, because I'm sure he's looking for any excuse to knock Geldy's name off of that list. Is he sober? See ya. Bye. Well, there you go. There's a guy who makes a good point. I think it's Spank Geldy Friday. <laughs> Remember how they used to have that Forget About It Friday, which didn't go over too big? That was on the Howard from Boca. show. But I think that uh, Spank Geldy Friday might just, in fact, I'll tell you who will enjoy that, too. Howard from Boca. Now oh, that he yeah. knows that. So I started to say this before, and I interrupted myself because I'm on drugs, I think, today. But... Uh, Geldy was out there in the hall with, uh, Blockhead with Joe Rose, and they were, you know, I was confabulating with them briefly when I came in this morning, because I don't see them very often, which is fine. I mean, at least in Geldy's case, which is fine. I like Joe. But, uh, <laughs> why are you making a face when I said that? No, I told myself a joke I never heard before. Oh, yeah. But anyway, and they're knocking, they're ripping Mo, and I don't know whether he was still in the studio or he was on his way out the door to that, uh, whatever he was driving this morning, the Jeep or something. What was that thing he was driving? Who are we talking about? A Humvee? I, huh? An armored Lower tank. Joe. Howard from Boca. That's who we're talking about. Oh, so Jeep he might have already been gone. Because they were standing right outside that studio there where he sits in there and uh, adjusts his piece, and they were like ripping him an ass. I guess that was just to amuse me. Is that what it was? Oh. Anyway, well, when Joe said it, it was very amusing. I don't find guilty too amusing. I find him to be a, a very unnerving, disturbing little twerp. Anyway, what? What? There's that face again. <laughs> you keep making. Guy. Boy, oh boy. Twenty-six after ten. No, seriously. If they're going to be a Panther broadcaster, we don't want somebody like this. Like this caller just said, it was an excellent call. We don't want beginners. Okay. 
There are a lot of people who have paid their dues. They broadcast minor league hockey. They broadcast maybe in Canada where they really understand the game. Let's get a real broadcaster in here. I mean, of course, here, most of these people wouldn't know Joe Bowen from Jimmy Bowen. You know, even George knows Joe Bowen. Yeah, because we got drops. There you go. 26 past 10 at 560. WQ, if you're still afraid to buy a bet over the phone, what are you waiting for? Because for over 25 years, millions of people have dialed 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for the lowest prices on the best brands in betting. The easiest possible way to buy you a great mattress. This is it. There's no risk because if it's not perfect in every way, if you don't love it, just call them back for a full comfort exchange. It's completely free within about 30 minutes. Days. No extra fees, no strings attached. Dial a mattress is ranked number one in customer satisfaction, and they were winners of the 2004 Better Business Local Torch of Excellence Award. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll get the best prices on the best brands with delivery on your schedule and the best customer service in the business. So why would you waste any of your time and money schlepping from showroom to showroom? It's strictly a waste of time. It's for suckers. Dollar Mattress has the complete line of Sealy, Serta, King, Coyle, Simmons, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. From Kendall to Stewart, and with Foster Hewitt, from Palm Beach to Fort Myers, and Chuck Meyer as well, Dollar Mattress can deliver the finest betting around. Chuck Meyer, by the way, that morning show sucked, Chuck. It was bad. And those interviews, oh. But you need to do the smart thing like everybody else at QM is doing if you want a great night's sleep at a great price, top goods. Call Dial a Mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS. Just one easy call, and they'll be there when you want. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S or online. It's mattress.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Friday, you bastards. At 560 WQM on a great Friday, boy. It is really some kind of a sensational day. You ought to see all the stuff, all the crap that's going on in the hallways in this building. Uh, no, this is why it's good for me to come back. One, not too often, just once in a while, and see the kind of lunacy that goes on in the name of business in here. <laughs> that's right. You're making faces and uh, wagging your tongue all around, but yeah. that's, that's about what this place is all about. It is just a nut house. <laughs> Anyway, what should happen to the soldiers in the Iraq prisoner abuse scandal, which, of course, the Washington Post has released all those new grotesque pictures today. Including moving pictures. Yes, 1,544 votes. Absolutely a disgrace, your response to this. It is just uh, grotesque and unacceptable when you come right down to it. Prison time and a dishonorable discharge, 757, 49.1%. I like the 777 myself better. Nothing. They were just following orders, 516. We know about people who follow orders. Duh. They should all get a medal. This, this right here, 242, 15.6%, who think that the soldiers who abused the Iraqis should get a medal. 15.6%. You people need right. very, very, very serious, like a slap. Ow! That's what you need. This surprises a you? A beating. Yes. Really? It didn't surprise you? No. They should get a medal? 
That's why I put it on there. I knew that it would seventy be to ninety percent sure. of those Iraqis that were in that uh, prison were were not guilty of anything. In nah, fact, they've already let nah. seven hundred and fifty of them go. They were terrorists. Oh, I see. They bombed they those buildings. Nine eleven. Yeah. Life in prison 24. So 15.6% think that this is a wonderful thing, and let's uh, continue abusing because, let's face it, they're a bunch of ragheads anyway, and we're right. pissed off at them, so let's uh, abuse them. Matter of fact, them and abuse them. let's kick it up a notch. But, of course, if that's your philosophy, then why the hell are we letting all of our people over there being uh, what, what are we doing trying to free them and having our people being no. killed, using that excuse that it's, uh, you know, to try to bring democracy? And speaking of that, Chalabi, what did I, how long have I been screaming about him? About 30 Ahmed years. Ahmed Chalabi? Or Chalabi, however you want to say it. They keep changing the pronunciation like Tony Dorset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they raided his home. And didn't we have the story on our website? Mm -hmm. I had it on there myself many, many, many days ago, if you read our crap on there, that he was feeding uh, secrets to Iran. He's buddies with the Iranians. On the one hand, he's good buddies with Dick Cheney, but then every crook's good buddies with Dick Cheney. And on the other hand, he's buddies with the Iranians. He was feeding them top-secret information, helping them uh, build una, una bomba grande. And he's the guy that we were going to put in charge? Oh, we don't think so. They go, again, just like the pictures, it's the same mm -hmm. thing. They keep getting caught with her, just like I was at the doctor yesterday, with their pants down. Only they got a lot more than three people standing behind them in line, waiting. Kind of like, just like Muff. <laughs> wow. Oh, somebody faxes you uh, this. Well, no, this is for you. It's just some sci-fi fantasy pool ideas for George. And then they can spell you with a G and with a J. And by the way, Skippy don't like you. Oh, gee. No, of course, he don't like anybody. He's only interested, like most of the people in this building, he's only in it for himself. If he can, if he can siphon off the commission on any right. account that he inherited, name me one new account that he has sold on the Neil Rogers show. How long has Skippy been on this uh, working in this joint? A yearish. Okay. Name me one new account he's sold on this show. I mean, you got Adam. Adam has sold a bunch. And Adam's always selling new accounts. In fact, Adam is one of the few people we got that goes out there and beats the bush and brushes and and comes up with new accounts. Uh, our good. Troy. Huh? Well, you're not supposed to say that. You're supposed right. to let me get Troy. like that. I'm not that quick. I don't have it on a button like, like that. Oh, I like that line. Yeah, give another spanking. Randy Moeller is spanking Gelder. He, he's got him over the edge of the table right now and spanking both cheeks big time. Oh, man. I bet you even Jugs would like to come back and see that one time. I bet you Jugs McDonald ain't too fond of Gelder either. I don't know why. And then, of course, there's Reimer. Oh, well, we'll get to the article, the Jim Sarney piece. I'm just getting way behind here, which is good. This will kill a good couple of hours real fast. Now, that's much too late. 11.30, my ass, Skippy. Boy, you are useless. What? Name me a new account that you've sold on this show since you've been here. Name me one. He's standing there in the doorway. He's backing out of the doorway, and now the door is closing, and he's on the other side of it. How do you like that, huh? He ain't no true. I'll tell you that. In fact, he ain't no anybody. He ain't even no fat boy. Yeah, he just backs out the door. Oh, he's, no, listen, we just exposed the faker. This is a man who came in here. Now, Scruan has got a thing for him because I understand he's got something she likes. I don't know. A pretty mouth. Yeah. But, uh, the bottom line is all he did was inherit a bunch of accounts that other people sold or that I've had on the air for a hundred years. About 30, man. And he comes in here, he's siphoning off the commission. So now Jeff is going to be here with our food and our soda at 1130. Now, let me just say this, okay? I don't want to get anybody nervous, especially some of the nervous Nellies in middle-level management, but look at my mug. I, not that one. Mm -hmm. I've got about three-quarters of a mug full of Diet oh, Pepsi, yeah. okay? When, it, it, when it's gone, I'm gone. Right. I already told Muff that this morning. He thought I was joking. I can't do a show. I don't know about you, no. but I have to keep sipping because no. uh, anybody who speaks. you have to wet your palate. Sure, you can't do it with dry throat. I mean, everybody likes deep throat, but nobody likes dry throat. Right. 
He goes and, like four uh, of those during the course of a show, maybe. Yeah, I would say that's about right. Which well, the cans aren't really all that big. No, but one an hour. Right, I would say that. And of course, it's not all that good for you. But then again, I'm still alive, and I guarantee you, my tests are a lot better than some of you much younger pups out there. Did you bring pictures? And you want to know why? Oh yeah, I brought you some inside <laughs> pictures of my Rectum. just like that one. Yeah, I know. By, uh, throat, it looks like something else. We have a picture of each end. Anyway, um, so here's some sci-fi. I'll throw it away. You don't yeah, throw it away. You know, I mean. See, Please, whoever sees me. an insult to George, it makes it seem like he's some kind of an overgrown child with that Which science fiction stuff, okay? Which, in a way, he is, but he don't want to do that on the air. Well, let Suds do that. Snippets. Here's today's poll. Well, we'll get to it in a minute. I see he's already got it up there. Well, he wants to get that up there so he can go do his thing, okay? He's probably pretty pissed off, Eric, that I've been wasting 40 minutes now, not even getting to the, uh, you know, well, I'll do it in my own good time. How do you like that, fatso? I'll do it when I get around to it. I got I got some big fish to fry here today, including one... <laughs> He's just out of control now that Jim Sarney wrote that piece. He was in here this morning. Bop, 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 bop. It's a goal. It's a goal. It hit the post. It hit the post. Oh, look at it. hit the post. I mean, come on. That squeaky voice piece. Of, I mean, you don't have to have a great voice to be a hockey or a sports broadcaster. You have to have a distinctive voice, but you don't want to have a grating, annoying voice. See, that's the difference. See the difference between a distinctive voice and a great voice and a grating, annoying voice, squeaky voice like... Oh, like that. Wow. Ooh. No, no, seriously. There was actually a chill went up and down my spine when I heard, oh, God. I mean, the idea of listening to a hockey game with somebody doing that for like two and a half, three hours. Oh, wow. It just, uh, well, you know something, Gildy? Whatever crap we give you today, you deserve it, all right? And the, the rumor from the organization is, from inside the organization, is that he's called up, he called up people out of the phone book. Out of the Miami phone directory and Broward also. Well, what do you think? Should I take should I take that patented job or not? They haven't offered it to me yet. But what do you think? Everybody, like 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 this is what all of our lives are revolving around is. And of course, nobody told him to go get his wife pregnant twice. They could have waited a little bit, right? Unless One thing I can't bitch. stand is guys who like uh, get their wives pregnant when they can't afford to be. Uh, right. oh, I'm sorry. Sure. Sorry. Well, now she—I mean, she pulled a fast one on you, right? As if I have to tell you that. <laughs> the whole world knows it, and evidently right. she has no shame. See? No, she's a so, woman. Just like Teresa on Passions, who, of course, now they get the blood test, and we find out—you'll see today—that she actually is pregnant. But of course, it's not the eggs from uh, Gwen that uh, she lost that baby. She's pregnant by Ethan now. Is the deal on Passions, which I know you're watching very closely. Mm -hmm. And who the hell is that uh, Paloma that's coming back to uh, Harmony? La Paloma. La Paloma Blanca? La Paloma Blanca. I, I don't know. I, that's uh, bizarre. But then again, uh, don't let me forget in a couple of weeks to do a poll about phrases and cliches. We've done it before, but I have to do it again. Sure. That people hate. You know the one that bothers me a lot, speaking of sports casting and sports nerds? Small ball. Oh. I see you wouldn't understand that. Oh, I know. I do. It's a, a baseball sure. thing. As opposed to like having home run hitters in the lineup. you got a bunch of guys that hit singles and bunt and sacrifice and, you know, they scratch out small ball. Now, the Boogster, I love Boog. He's great. He's a good guy, and he's also great at what he does, as opposed to Dave Van Boring, who's terminal. But uh, he says that, too. And it, well, don't do it. Please, Boogster. You're a great broadcaster. You don't need to say stupid cliches like small ball. I mean, if you see Geldy. Yeah. Although I hear things. 19 before 11 at 560 WQM. Well, we can't say those no, things anymore, okay? anymore. We can't talk about uh, the size of this or <laughs> that or any. But small ball. Oh. Kind of like uh, our general manager, small ball. Is your company suffering from regulations and increased labor costs? Let Oasis Outsourcing help you when it comes to the people side of your business. 
Payroll Administration, Fortune 500 Company Employee Benefits, Human Resource Services, and Risk Management are just a few of the services that Oasis Outsourcing can cover to help your business be more profitable. That's what it's all about, making some cash. Call Oasis Outsourcing today for a free evaluation at 1-866-AT-OASIS. That's 1-866-286-2747. With more than 60,000 employees worldwide, Oasis Outsourcing understands the many facets of human resource management. And outsourcing is being recognized by firms both large and small as a powerful management choice, which lets you take your time to focus on your core business while leaving the operational details to Oasis Outsourcing. So do the smart thing. Let Oasis Outsourcing make your business a lot more profitable. If you'd like a free evaluation, call them toll-free. The call won't even cost you a dime. No obligation. Call 1-866-AT-OASIS, and they'll explain what they can do for you. For Oasis Outsourcing, call 1-866-286-2747. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Talking on a sports show, trying to be macho. Your voice sounds just like a seven-year-old girl. Yes. A little sports whole show. Absolutely. What else are you there for, Gildy? Gildy, talking like a baby who needs a little training. Why can't you understand? You don't sound like a man. Remove the rubber bands that choke your throat. Come, Kelby. 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 Your lucky management don't care. Cause, Kelby, you don't belong there on the air. And, Kelby. The sports can wait till your voice cracks. Cause anyone who sounds like that should find another job. Absolutely. And they should only take you back when both your BBs drop. Oh, Kelsey. Kelsey. When you're gonna grow up. Ow! You make us wanna throw up. You silly squeaky fool. Go to broadcasting school. Your pre-pubescent voice makes you sound like a putz. Yes. You're a putz. I'm listening. You're a putz. You're a putz. See, there are silly people. You're I'll give you an example. Tom Denenberg. We like Tom a lot. He used to be a sales guy at, uh, at IOD. And Tom, of course, has been, uh, you know, Clear Channel, all these things. He's had the rough life of most, uh, you know, guys that like to eke out a living in the sales uh, business. Now he's working for 850 up there with the, uh, Bob Eisenberg and anybody else whose name ends in Berg, Denenberg, Eisenberg, Goldberg, uh, etc. Anyway, now there's a guy who's a silly guy. He doesn't take himself like real seriously. Right. You know what I'm saying? In sure. other words, Tom Denenberg understands his place in life. He's just one of those silly people, and uh, we like Tom, but like Gildy sure. is a silly person, but he takes himself seriously. That's the difference, Steve. Ow! Yeah. Well, I don't want to spank you too much on the air, but, uh, Randy Moeller told me to do it. Ow! Rip that kid in the ass and put him back in his place. Knock him down a couple of nachos. Nachos. Mm, nachos. Anyway, got a lot of stuff to do here today, including eat. Man, oh, man, this is great. It's Friday. It's Friday. You're about to get out I'm of here. I'm getting the hell out of here. Well, it's like it was, a party. It was nice uh, seeing you and seeing uh, Your trip was successful. People. You got all the things done that you wanted done, right? Yes. Uh, anyway... <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, boy, you are dangerous. You are dangerous. In fact, you ever see George and Fat Rich together? No. Same person. Look for the QM van that I had six to eight for a cigar tasting event of these Stogie cigars. By the way, I love a big cigar, big fat Stogie. Not or any kind of a cigar, good one, bad one, New York one, but they will kill you. Anyway, a cigar tasting event at Stogie Cigars at 11612 North Kendall Drive. Stop by to spin the wheel for Marlin tickets. Other prizes as well. That's at Stogie's, 6 to 8 tonight, Kendall, 117th Avenue. I guarantee you Miguel will be there for that. Probably. He likes a Stogie. Sure he does. I can't tell you what he does with it. Tomorrow, I can't. Tomorrow afternoon, look for the QM van from 11 to 1 at Santa Rosa Marble, located at 3400 Northwest 77th Court in Miami. Also, George will be out. Oh, I didn't know you were coming out this weekend. George big, will be out event. from noon to 2 at Bill Seidel's Boulevard of Savings on Northwest 36th Street in Miami. He's now the famous George the Sandwich Guy. Not just he's actually got a name attached to the right. Sandwich Guy. Stop by to win really marginal, very embarrassing prizes, but enjoy really good free food from Atlantic City Subs and our close friend Ira, whom we love very, very much. He's a good guy, unlike his former partner, Scott. Is Scott still there? I haven't seen him. Good. And on Sunday, George will be at Dadeland Chevrolet. Boy, you're going to be busy this weekend. I'm telling you. Dadeland Chevrolet at 8455 South Dixie Highway in South Miami. Stop by to spin the veal for prizes and enjoy free food from Atlantic City Subs. There's only one problem with this promo, and that is it doesn't have a time. Do we have a time Noon for Noon to your... two, I do believe. Noon to two? I don't want to pick on Miguel because he generally means well, even though he's very confused and overly Cuban, but uh, obsessed with Fidel and all that crap. But noon to two, I guess, Sunday. See, that would be a good idea to put that in there instead of all the commercial nah, stuff they stick yeah. in there. Yeah, all the free plugs. Oh, we'll give you 100 mentions on there. Anyway, the reason I'm doing this poll today, which some people already are voting on it, because Eric is very impatient and he's done his part, is because here in the Inquirer, <laughs> what? Has a list. It has a list. Magazine picks the craziest celebrities. I added one. Did you? I see that. And Haish. And, yeah. But I can't vote. But I did. Anyway, who do you think is the all-time craziest celebrity? Michael Jackson's got 35. Courtney Love's got four. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, three. None yet for Sid Vicious or Ann Hayes out of the first 42 votes. But we'll get a lot more names for the poll. A lot more votes will start coming in, et cetera, and so on. Now, behind the beaded curtain today. Look at this. It's almost 11 o'clock already. I'm just getting around to our beaded curtain. By the way, Skippy, tell Ponytail to uh, step on it, okay? No, well, look at I got a half uh, a glass, oh, half a mug I better get of diet CDs soda. Ready. Oh, when, when the soda's gone, I'm out. I'm out of here. I, I told Muff that this morning. You would have thought he'd have run to the soda machine or at least to Walgreens, you know, to tide me over just to make sure. I guess he thought I was funning him, okay? It was a, <laughs> like a joke. I paid broadcaster like me. Don't sit here. I'm not going to do damage to my throat, my livelihood, by sitting here doing dry throat on the air. I mean, he ought to know something about dry throat. Attention, man. Yeah. Well, that's his favorite line, ain't it? Huh? But anyway, uh, you'd have thought that there were maybe Clarence, with all that money he saved from getting the free lunch at uh, Charhut the other day, he would have gone down with a couple of quarters, whatever, and got me a, a diet soda, tied me over till Ponytail gets here. Then, of course, once Ponytail gets here, we're expected to feed the whole building. See, that's right. th that's the way oh, it yeah. works. They give us nothing, just like Joey Zaza in Godfather Three. You give me nothing. You don't want to give, I'll take. Yeah. I thought we could reason together. Oh, Michael. Hey, Eli Wallach's person. Oh. Seriously, that could be. We've done that poll, haven't we? The worst acting performance. Yeah, we did that not that long ago. But it just, it is so unspeakable. I mean, Sophia, she can't help it. Number one, she's grotesque. She's got that huge honker. And number right. two, she's not an actress. She's she not. Was she thrust she, into she the was position, just uh, right. the director's daughter. That's all. 
But Eli Wallach, what is his excuse? He's been acting for a zillion years, for about, right. uh, about 30, man. No, more like about 300. You know, it made me rewatch some of his old uh, stuff. And, and we'd find out that he was just he as was bad. He was never, then. never a good actor. No, I, I don't agree with you on that. Nah, well. Was he? Never good, as far as I know. But not, not like that, though. Nothing was like that. Not that bad. That was his peak. The good part. In fact, even when he was croaking on Connie's cannolis there, he did it badly. Right. Remember, remember she was looking with the glasses, you know, at the opera, and she's looking with the little glasses, and he's like, uh, He's uh, only ever melodramatic, I noticed. Que pane, oli oliva. <sighs> first of all, nobody in Italy would say that. Nobody anywhere in Italy would say that. For, first of all, it was just... It was just a loaf of bread that he probably right. uh, pulled out of his ass. I mean, it was just, you know, out of the donkey's ass. And then, uh, oli oliva, like, like it's a big surprise, like, they, you know, use olive oil in Sicily. I mean, wow, what a concept. It's just, well, the script didn't help either. No. That, that was part of the problem. Maybe they should fear you. It was, it was, actually, maybe it was a comedy. We just that? didn't realize yeah. it. <laughs> Let's go watch it again. Joey! Zaza! I did like uh, I don't like Andy Garcia all that much, but I did like him there in that he, scene when he was actor. on the horse. He's what? He's a good actor. He is. Yeah. I thought we the Untouchables. This? We yes, did. I saw the Untouchables. Right? Of course, he was great. He was good in that. Along what else Shang was he good Hai. in? What else? He was in Godfather Three. He was okay. He was okay. Oh, what's that other movie? It'll come to me. Don't ever give an order like that again. It was not what I wanted. <laughs> Hey, Michael, how about some cake for your diabetic coma condition? Anyway, who was that actor, very great actor, who played the uh, Pope? That uh, And that's a true story, by the way. They killed the liberal Pope. They didn't like that. Who was that okay, great, great actor? Huh? Oh, you can look it up on IMDb. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Probably. He was good. Anyway. It'll take me an hour, but I'll Behind the beaded curtain, if you want to get uh, all excited for the weekend, Stephanie Seymour's on there. That ain't nothing, no slouch. And maybe you, if you look close enough, you will see more. Stephanie Seymour was born July 23, 1968. That makes her 32 and 4 is 36, less uh, a couple of months. She's 35, almost 36, getting older by the minute. Uh, she got her big break in March 1991 while shooting a sexy spread. Can we say that? No. Not shooting anymore. a sexy for Playboy on Florida Beach just four months after having her first child, Dylan. Did you know that? No. Well, now you do. And then the, the then 22-year-old graced the cover of Vogue UK. Vogue. Seymour's rise, however, began at age 14 when she modeled for local newspapers and department stores in her hometown of San Diego. 14. She entered the Elite Look of the Year contest, got the first prize. She walked the runways of Europe for two years, and in 1993, appeared in Playboy's Valentine issue. In 94, Seymour hit superstardom in two striking photo shoots with famed photographer Richard Abaddon for Egoist and Versace Jeans. That year, Paris uh, Max named her the most beautiful model. She also began her long-standing link to Victoria's Secret. Overnight, oh, you won't see that show no more. Mm -mm. Because the religionists, the goody-two-shoes, the crazy people, the, the crowd, they, don't make, they make sure that that ain't going to be on no more. That Victoria's Secret show, you might see a booby or two on there or something you shouldn't be seeing. Underwear. And appeared on the covers of Sports Illustrated, L, Self, and Vogue. Vogue. She was in two music videos by Axl Rose, including Don't Cry, November Rain. She is the most recognized face in swimsuit and lingerie modeling on the planet from here to Uranus. How do you like that? Stephanie Seymour, behind the beaded curtain today on neilrogers.com. Take a puke at it, okay? And make sure you got plenty of ID, because John Ascroft ain't taking right. no excuses. Okay? Hold it up to the He's screen. not taking your word for it. And make sure you hold your hands way up, like, not just above the counter, but like up in the air, like it's a stick up like that. <laughs> yeah. Because it probably is. Oh, these Jews for Bush that I'm discovering here, it, it just tears my kishkis up. And Catholics, Catholics for Bush. 
Well, that's because of that Kerry, you know. He's a baby killer, which never bothered him any time in the past, but he's mm -hmm. a baby killer. I don't get that whole deal, especially Bush is so virulently anti-Catholic. Mm -hmm. The Bob Jones University thing, sure. the stuff that he did to McCain, all of, all of this crap. They believe the Catholics are Satan's church. Yeah. But they're all devil worshippers. Well, you better shut up. All right. 1057 at 560 WQM if you're on one of those. You know what really cracks me up is this morning they had another segment with Dr. Pupta in his pants uh, on CNN about the uh, Atkins diet again. Not only, right. not only is the, the low-carb thing everywhere, but now they got every day, every show, even the uh, comedy shows have got pieces on the Atkins diet. If you're on Atkins, Sugar Buster, South Beach, or any of these low-carb, sugar-free diets that are just taking the world by storm right now, you got to find a store that will give you some variety, because otherwise, forget about it. You'll never stay on it. It's boring. But if you have some things with some taste, this is uh, the place you can stay on it and lose that weight. Delights of West Boca. The shelves are loaded with all kinds of great stuff that are uh, geared toward losing the most possible weight, not just on, like, a low-carbs a little bit, on cutting back, but on really losing weight, the weight-loss phase of low-carb dieting. Delight carries over a 1,000 great-tasting products with a focus toward the lowest possible carbs that can really fit into a successful low-carb weight loss plan. Their spring sales in full swing right now, so stop on by the store. Their staff, like I always tell you, really understands low-carb dieting inside and out, and Delights is open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. That's Delights of West Boca. You'll find them on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market in Boca. Boca, which, by the way, don't get lost because it looks a lot like Tamarack. Or call them tool what? It looks just like Tamarack. Or call toll-free 1-877-LOW-CARB. That's with a W, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or on the web at lowcarb.com. There's only one, but it's quite one hell of a store. Delights of West Boca, your official Atkins Retail Center. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. People are ice holes. We're so sorry, Dennis Rodman. We don't stock Angora teddies in Houston Green. We're so sorry, Dennis Rodman. But the panties come with snappies to secure your little thing. Notified me. He said you're very pretty, but you're dressing too petite. He asked if you would mind wearing something underneath, cause you're way too tall. Way too tall. Every time he jumps, you can see his basketball. Man, you look retarded, retarded, for seven foot tall guy. Man, you look retarded, retarded, for seven foot tall Well, I 
back of my hands. I took a chance. And it worked out just fine. Everything was coming up smelling like roses, okay? Smelling like Joe Rose. Well, I didn't know what the lyrics were in there. We haven't played it in a very long time, but somebody suggested Denise Rodman for our uh, poll, and I think that's a great idea, don't you? Sure. Crazy. I yeah. mean, like that. Somebody also says Mike Tyson. Crazy. Another good one. And somebody also suggests, see, here's one that's got a list of three, but I'm in such a good mood today, I don't really care if they, they can send a whole bunch. About 30, man. I don't care, the more the merrier. Winona Ryder, somebody said. Got it? Poor George is sitting in there working his ass off, typing these names on there, man. This is uh, really brutal. Ted Nugent. Yeah. And I'll give you a clue who somebody else says is crazy. You son of a bitch. There's the clue. <laughs> Chuck Heston, man. Hey, Michael Moore wants to see you again, Chuck, for a follow-up interview. What do you say, huh? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. So what do you think? Guilty for the Panther broadcast. We don't have any hockey fans. What a game last night. Wow. Tampa Bay, actually, they had that uh, Eastern Conference uh, thing wrapped up. And Daryl Sidor, highly overrated. He played a horrible game all the way around. He makes a pass right in front of his own net, right out to the blue line, to uh, Vladimir Malikov, who sticks it over to Keith Primo, who sticks it right in the net. That was so bad, Daryl. Too bad it wasn't like in New York. They could all have been going, Daryl, Daryl. It was bad. And so the Flyers went in overtime, which they should have lost that game. They went overtime 6-5, to five, very exciting game. And so the series is tied three games apiece. Game seven in Tampa Bay tomorrow night. Are you going to be going over for that? Sure you will. For what? That hockey game, game seven of the Eastern Conference Final, baby, to see who plays Calgary. This is, oh, if the Lightning win, and I'm sure pulling for them because I hate the Flyers. And I like the Lightning a lot. But if, uh, especially Brad Richards. But if uh, the Lightning should win, it will be Tampa Bay against Calgary in the Stanley Cup Final. Can you imagine, even you who know nothing about sports, can you imagine the uh, American Network? Now, the CBC is happy because they got one Canadian team in there. They're ecstatic, even though nobody outside of Calgary cares about Calgary. You think the people in Toronto give a flying crap about Calgary? No. No. Bunch of cowboys, bunch of nose pickers. Calgary. Yeah. Alberta. Alberta, right. The beef people, you know. I know about it. But anyway, so uh, Calgary and Tampa Bay, That I don't think that'd be like a real ratings winner, <laughs> if you ask me. But nevertheless. 105 votes on there. I guess I better refresh this, huh? <sighs> Well, no, because I because uh, I know you're adding some other names. I can actually see yeah. see you uh, add a monitor. 115 votes. Who do you think is the all-time craziest celebrity? Michael Jackson, 85. Nobody's going to touch him, and who would want to? Ozzy Osbourne, 17. Courtney Love's got. Look at that. Courtney's right up there with nine. Anne Hayes got three. Sid Vicious one. None yet for Denise Rodman, Mike Tyson, Winona Ryder, Ted Nugent, or Charlton Heston out of the first 115 votes. By the way, it is a true story. If there is a lockout and no NHL season next year, the Panthers, in order to raise some cash, will be doing that uh, dinner with the, uh, you know, that they do every year. Usually it's Waiter, There's a Puck in My Soup, but only Denise Potvin will be appearing this year. It'll be called Waiter, There's a Frog in My Soup. <coughs> Denise Potvin. What, no rimmer? Rhymer? I think there's no rhyme or reason as to why they even do that whole deal. Waiter, There's a Frog in My Soup. A dumb frog in my soup. Oh, sorry, Denise. There's another one for you. Hard ass. That's a real, yeah, a lot of real schmucks in that organization, make no mistake about it. And that Randy Moeller, what's that title again? Here it is. I guess I better get to this. Jim Sarney, one of the silliest people on the face of the globe, a real silly old coot. He, You know who he makes even look good? Howard from Boca. Right. He makes Mo seem like a real upstanding uh, old guy. 
That's what a jerk Jim Sarney is. Jim, uh, why don't somebody buy him a radio so he knows what the hell he's writing about? He writes, the Panthers' hunt for a new radio voice has reached the final stage with eight candidates, including WQAM's <laughs> Steve Geldy Geldstein, vying to replace Jiggs McDonald, who retired at the end of the season, and certainly not a minute too soon. Several observers believe Geldy is the, outs the leading candidate, and the club would be wise to pick him, writes Jim Sarney. Wise to pick him. <laughs> Geldy has been a vital member of the Panthers' broadcast team for seven years, doing pre-game and post-game shows, television and Filling in on play-by-play -play. once. Am I wrong about that? Did he do more than one game? You're asking he me. Didn't, he didn't fill in on play. I mean, he may have laid to fill in, but he certainly didn't fill in more than one game when Christina Moore was uh, being hijacked in New Jersey or something. He has an identity with the club. And here, here comes another one of those brilliant lines that we get in South Florida and the fish wrappers down here, just like that Howard Cohen saying that Big 06, 106 wasn't hurt by losing Howard Stern. This is the kind of journalism you get here, and I <laughs> use that term very loosely. He has an identity with the club as involved in the community, an important element in modern broadcasting. <laughs> now, modern broadcasting, which means that almost every radio station has got a bunch of syndicated shows where whoever is on the air has got nothing to do with the local community, is broadcasting from 4,000 miles away, is either the same fat-ass Limbaugh or Dr. Laura, one of those losers, uh, that has nothing to do with wherever you are. But an important element in modern broadcasting, <laughs> says Jim Starney. Oh, well. See, he's, all he's doing is just sticking his tongue in Geldy's uh, rectum and licking, lick, 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 lick. That's all he's doing. I'm definitely interested, Goldstein said. We've been talking. We're talking. I don't know if I want to do all 82 games, though. I mean, it's a lot of games, and I got the two kids. The Panthers' opening has created... It's a goal! It's a goal! Has created a lot of interest around the country, it says. I know. I See, I just can't conceive of him really doing the games. You know what I mean? No, take a moment to... Think about it. I, no, I already have. I just in, I can't conceive being the hockey maven that I am and being an expert on the great hockey broadcasters of all time like Dan Kelly and Bill Hewitt and uh, all, all the uh, Joe Bowen, Mike Lang, Rick Jenneret, and somehow Ken Wilson. I don't put the uh, Geldy in that category now or ever, quite frankly, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Not that I want to pick on him, although Joe Rose is really uh, on the outs with him. Joe, don't watch on the show, by the way, Geldy. See, his problem now is... He's between a crock and a hard place because he's between Howard from Boca and Joe, which Joe don't want him on the show, so he's got no chance of that. So if he wants to keep a job, which he's being very overpaid anyway, uh, he's got to stick with the Howard from Boca. Of course, he's already burning that bridge. Not a good idea, right? He was what? Right. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know the light situation you he have in there. He was the one guy, the one person. That would at least tolerate. Howard from Boca. Right? And so they've been on together. And I think, uh, I don't know. But he's just got a feeling of hostility that is so deep and so great. He wants to get away from Howard from Boca. At the worst possible way. So his only opportunity now, his only shot, is the Panther broadcast. Now, we get the last part of this. And there's a couple more interesting things in here in Jim Sarney's pathetic column. We received over 50 tapes, and it's an impressive list, said Randy Moore, the Panthers' director of broadcasting. <laughs> oh, my, the director of broadcasting is Bozo the Clown Jr. from Red Deer, Alberta, or Saskatchewan, where the hell it is. And the team's radio analyst, it was tough narrowing it down, said Randy Moore, who told Joe Rose that was so great when he called Joe at the end of the show. <laughs> I think Joe that bailed out about funny. a half. Huh? That was funny. That was great. Nice going, Joe. You the man. That blockhead, you know, when you least expect it. He's, he, what did I tell uh -huh. you? What you have did. I always said about Joe Rose? A good guy, but a little bit of a backstabber, and you just don't want to be on the stabbing end, which he likes me a lot, and I like him too. 
No, you know what I'm saying. Right. When you least expect it, man, he slips that knife in there and just twists it. I'm which feeling I thought good. Was, yeah. Ow! Yeah. Then, lightning rod. Can, Pan can Panther fans root for the lightning, their hated rivals in the Stanley Cup Finals? Miss Sarney wants to know. It's good for hockey in the state, Moeller said. That's the director of broadcasting for the <laughs> Panthers, Randy, Red Deer Randy Moeller. The main thing is Rick Dudley built the lightning, and that's exactly what we have going with the Panthers. That's where we're going to be. The blueprint is right across the state. Right, you should live so long. The Lightning would create interest in the sport throughout the state, said Jeff Reimer, a rhymer, the Panthers TV announcer. It would be much like 96 when the Panthers were in the finals. The excitement interest was statewide. Does anybody believe that? No. no. People in Tampa, they could care less about us, and uh, we feel more so only times about a 1,000, right? In thousand. fact, that's our feeling is Tampa. I can't play that drop anymore because nope. it's not bleeped right. very well. well. And we don't want to get Muff all bent out of shape on a Friday. Spoil our whole weekend, you know. Probably... Uh, Conjuring up ideas of heading for Fantasy Fest. When is Fantasy Fest? Halloweenish? I, I don't know. Well, he's probably making her plans already. And of course, or Provincetown. 11:13 at 5:60. WQM. I hear now that that last Monday they started the weddings in Massachusetts. The rumor is, I already told you this. Beast and Clarence, man, they're on their way right now. And I'm not talking about San Jose. Lobster Fest is back at the amazing Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. What a place this is, man. See him. See, he's just warming up. If you've never been to the Emerald Coast, you know what you're missing. This is not just another Asian buffet, which is one on every street corner. This is the best. Emerald Coast offers you sensational, fresh, delicious, mouth-watering goodies, like six different kinds of soup, like New York Strip made to order in their sizzling Asian grill, along with their new Hunan fish. And then again, See enjoy Maine lobster thermidor style, Jonah crab, oysters on a half shell, and be sure and sample their hand-carved prime rib and their brand-new Thai specialties as well. Go in there and tie one on. Their buffet features a full salad bar, full Chinese food lineup, a brand new sushi bar, and fresh cocktail. And if you have any room after piling all of these things into your gullet, uh, check out the dessert station because it's some damn good stuff again. Darn good. Belgian waffles, pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, and fresh fruit, the perfect ending to a real pig out. Don't forget, no MSG, no cornstarch. Everything is made with the best possible ingredients, including even all cholesterol-free oils, too. Three Emerald Coast locations in Sunrise, Sunny Isles, Pembroke Pines. So take the whole family or book your next business luncheon right now and let the folks at Emerald Coast cook up a storm for you. Takeout and delivery is always available, too. I asked Richard at Emerald Coast, what do you think of the Philadelphia Flyers? He said, Voted number one by Zagat Restaurant Reviews and WSVN News as South Florida's best Asian buffet. You eat there once, you'll agree. You'll be going back to pig out again and again. Emerald Coast, for uh, information or directions, call 954-572-3822. That's 954-572-3822. Good morning, Sony Music. <laughs> Tell me, Matolia, please. Huh? Mass is calling? It's the king of pop. Come again? No, thank you. And this is in regards to... It's a personal matter. Please hold. Hello! Hello, it's Michael. Who, the track kid? No, that's Michael Johnson. Oh, the basketball guy? No, that's Michael Jordan. Well, who is this? I am going to protest you and your devil-like qualities with my fans. Hey, newsflash, freak boy, you don't have any fans. Otherwise, they would have bought that horrible record you handed me. Ow, oh, come on. Can you feel that? How about that? 
What are you talking about, Tinkerbell? I have a Timmy Motorola voodoo doll, and I'm sticking pins in your marble bag area. Hey, sicko! Do you feel that? Don't lie. Listen, Head Case, are we done here? You have to let me out of my contract, no. please. No. But I really no. need to. I'll be there. No. Oh, here we go with the singing. I'll be there. Yes, yeah, you'll be there. Uh, you be where you gotta be, kid, okay? I got lunch with Chuck Mangione. I love that funny hat he wears. Hey, adios, Fruit Loops. My best of bubbles, you wackadoo. Can you feel that? Come on. Yeah, he didn't show up. He did. Oh, that. Oh, listen to this. Greg says that I'm gonna have like a Roger Clemens deal. You have one now. Uh, that's true. You're right. In fact, I thought they would be talking about that. He, when Houston plays on the road, he doesn't uh, bother going. Is it just here, or is it like uh, Any road anywhere? Road no road trip. He doesn't want to go because he's old and feeble like me. Nice seeing you, Greg. Uh, don't. Okay, and I'm thinking also, like, you know what I'm thinking is it was great this week because I had that thing on that procedure on uh, Tuesday and then yesterday the doctoring. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then in the summertime, Tuesday and Thursday. Sounds good. <laughs> Doesn't that sound good to you? Sure, why not? No, this, was, this was a great week. See, he's laughing. <laughs> the, uh, sure he's telling me about Roger Clemens. I'm sure a hell of a lot more entertaining than Roger Clemens. I might not strike out as many guys, but, uh, you know. It's not what I heard. Yeah. Well, none of your business. Anyway, so Greg Reed just came in, which I that could knock me over with a feather. He probably thought the food was here already. Now he wouldn't want to stay in that uh, six hundred dollar Brooks Brothers suit he was wearing. It's a nice jacket. It was a very nice. The pants didn't match the jacket, though. You notice that? Yeah. I, one of I don't want to say anything because it would have hurt his feelings. What do we know? A really schlumper like haircut, which he always does. But what do we know? What do we know? What I know well, a lot. I know, can't high, tell you what class. I know, but I know a lot. No, no, seriously, the the. Jacket did not match those pants. He had on a dark blazer, which was very nice, mm -hmm. expensive blazer, and like uh, very light gray, almost like those checkered pants <laughs> that the Mo wears. I thought maybe he borrowed them. Oh no, it couldn't have been Mo's because there was no stain in the back. Anyway, <laughs> oh that's bad, is what that is. Absolutely. God, you are bad. Well, that was pretty nice. It's been a very pleasant week. Very shocking so far. Let's see. Jonathan Winters is crazy, says uh, John in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, who just loves this show so much. He's out of control. He's on that fax machine. He's probably squatting on it right now. And the machine, too. Let's see. Brief letter. Uh, today's New York Times deserves to be heard from John Scalise in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, who writes, You are correct when you say the emphasis must now be on the future. It is clear that the 93 attack on the World Trade Center did not sufficiently prod the federal government to plan seriously for and finance coordinated responses to such attacks. Sadly, the Bush administration appears to be ignoring the lessons of 9-11 by diverting money to questionable anti-terror measures without financing effective programs to help local communities respond to terrorism when it happens. You see Mayor Bloomberg screaming and whining the other day about how they just aren't got any funding. Right. And places like Peoria, they're getting like billions and he's getting like 15 bucks. Every report since 9-11, says John Scalise, shows that we're still unprepared for attacks in our most vulnerable cities, like Geneva, New York. In addition, President Bush has squandered the goodwill of the world and billions of dollars on a war in Iraq that has no bearing on terrorism except to foment it. While Mr. Bush has presented himself as a war president intent on ending terrorism, his real legacy will be a country woefully unprepared for future terror attacks. And John in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Good letter, John, and thanks for faxing it along. Gary Busey, somebody says. Spelled very badly. Okay. It says Gary Bussey. He had that brain injury. Well, he's strange, though. He's crazy. A lot of crazy people running around. Chris says, just tuned in. Last night, Alice Rantel was a guest on the Dennis Miller Show. Oh, what a good match made in purgatory that is. 
Al was sandwiched in between two other fascists, and she looked like a femme version of Howdy Doody. <laughs> oh, Alice Rantel. Does he have arthritis, or is he just weird? Who, Alice? Yeah. Both. I don't know. Does he, she have arthritis? I haven't I seen know. her in a long uh, time. I've seen him once. Self-hating queen. He's all weird looking. Liz Taylor, somebody suggests, there is a great choice. Neurotic, uh, nutcase, uh, fag hag, just uh, like that. Liz Taylor. Go away, Liz, okay? We're tired of hearing that you're dying. In fact, if you're going to die, please do it soon. Liz Taylor, we're tired of hearing about it. So anyway, here's Jim Sarney's column. I guess I can... What? No, well, that was some very important material. And I don't mean to like pee off. Didn't I go to bat for Geldy? I want to yeah. make it very clear sure. again. In fact, the only reason that he still got his... And if Greg was still in here, which he ran out real fast. But if he was in here, he could vouch for me. Sure. When they broke up the first team, when Greg screwed up the radio station and sent the first team packing, drudge packing, uh, they, they came right in here. Him and Muff, of course, that was before Clarence got promoted to being a chief cook and bottle washer and the crotch scratcher. What? No, no, seriously, that was disgusting when he it's was doing this morning. You don't come in here. I'm, you're not my type, Clarence, okay? No, seriously, I thought he was coming on to me, really. He kept, like, arranging and, I don't know, maybe he just had a little problem there. Maybe, maybe it was a, his search party couldn't help him out today. I don't know. I have no idea what that was all about. But anyway, Geldy was on the block. I don't even know if he knows this. He was this close, a little curly hair away. You know, the kind you'd find on the soap if you used it anymore? Right. See, that's another great thing about using the body wash is there's no hair on it. Right. On, the, on a plastic bottle, because mm -hmm. if there was, it like You'd rinse it, it. no, it would rinse white off, white off. You wouldn't white. even see it, or black off. I said black off. I didn't say I, uh, off. Okay, I can't say that. Haven't taken enough calls here yet today, but that's because I'm getting working up to lunch. And you'll notice I got about. A, I should have shown it to Greg. There's a quarter of a uh -oh. uh, mug here of Diet Pepsi. Once it gets to the end, George will be on. I'm leaving. I got important fish to fry. I got CDs. Do you? What do you think is the, who do you think is the all-time craziest celebrity? 191 votes. We started this very late. Michael Jackson, 121. Ozzy Osbourne, 25. Mike Tyson, 13. Courtney Love, she's got 11. Neurotic bitch. Dennis Rodman's got nine. Oh, and is the Robert Creeper leaving 2015? Is that it? Greg just told me. <laughs> Robert just announced uh, he's got 11 years to go. Anne Hayes, four. Ted Nugent, four. Chuck Heston's got two. Hey, Chuck, here's another one. Sid Vicious, too, and none yet for Winona Ryder, Liz Taylor, Jonathan Winters, or Gary Busey. He was terrible in the Buddy Holly story. Yeah, goofy. Huh? Does, does he look guy. like Buddy Holly? No. I mean, Buddy Holly was goofy looking, but not right. like him. He doesn't mean ham bone, though. I mean, I'm goofy looking, too, but not like Buddy Holly. See what I'm saying? Right. If you change your glasses, lose some weight. Okay, well, let's try <laughs> Let's try my 3D guy. Well, I should have had these on when Greg came in. That would have been good. I already sent the picture hey, to Greg, Eric. I'm looking at life through rose-colored glasses. we got some 3D glasses here from the uh, Vermont teddy bear thing up there. That's cute. 26 past 11 at 560 WQM. It's examine and spank Geldy Day on QAM. Live, live and local. Welcome here Sports Radio 560 QAM. Absolutely. Don't like all the Harper. Don't, don't, Every time I see. Don't, That retarded dimwitch. Don't, don't, On my TV. He's President of the Republican. 
Especially the part where he went like that. For a minute, I thought he was going to do the Greg routine, Greg Reed routine, go like, yeah. like that. He didn't. Thank goodness, didn't do that. See this? This I, I hate to break the news to some of the Yidlach out there, some of my Jewish friends, and even those who aren't. But that whole thing with uh, the Israel, what's good for Israel, uh, that went out with uh, knickers and with halavah. No, okay? no, more important now than ever. No, no, it's not. That's only for the born-again uh, Farbizan and Goyim who want to drag us down the road to Armageddon so we can all have an offer Woo! we can't refuse. Here's look Jeff. at that, three minutes late, but better late than ever, because I'm almost down to the end of my diet soda. There's Jeff Cohen, who looks really out of shape. Look at that. Probably too much sex. Very, very, uh, look at that. Enough food there for the Chinese Army. That's great. What is that? Ice-cold Diet Pepsi. All right. Oh! Probably has caffeine in it, though, but that's okay. I'll take it. Whatever you got. I know you can't get caffeine-free. I can't. Everywhere, just anywhere. No, that's true. Toronto, I get it all over the place. Caffeine-free diet Pepsi. What, what did you just say? Oh, I thought you said something else. <laughs> just be careful now, okay? We're not we're not under the old rules. Back in the day, you could say a lot of stuff in here. Just don't come in here now and blurting out that and uh, this. Just be very careful now. Well, screw the Pepsi guy then, okay? Pepsi guy really let Jeff Cohen down at the pizza loft. And what's this Skippy telling me about you only want to run spots when I'm in town? That's the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard from any sponsor in the 28 years I've been on here in this market. That What a cop-out that is. We know you did bad there in Plantation. You don't have to make, uh, you know, make up stuff. Oh, they're just an excuse to save money. See, we know that. At least he's honest with me. In addition to which, you know what happens? I'll give you the free plugs anyway. You don't have to run those spots when I'm not here. I'll, I'll give you a plug every day. Just that way Skippy don't get any commission. Isn't that a good idea? I love it. He, of so course, he, right there he just inherits all these accounts. I asked him before. He was standing in the doorway. I said, name one account you've sold on this show new that you didn't inherit since you've been here. And he, like, backed out of the doorway. He is an idiot. Just be careful what you're saying on that. Did you hear what he said? I did. Uh, no. no. I know it didn't go on the air, but I heard what you said. Jesus, will you stop? He said the Skippy's full of something. He didn't say spit either, I'll tell you that. And I'm not putting you on the air because you're too dangerous today. Just go get me some food and uh, get out of here. That's Jeff Cohen from the Pizza Loft who's feeding the Rimmers every day. Now, if there's no... if What? No, they're not out of town. They're back in town. He arranged me all my exams yesterday, my good friend, the Rhymer Man. He's good at doctoring, man. Not himself, but once in a while he finds a good doctor, like one out of every 15, something like that. That's not bad. You just hope that the other 14 don't kill you before you find a good one. 
like my friend Dr. Hanft. She's the best. She's great. Love you, sweetheart. She is, she's fabulous. Not just a great doctor, but a sweetheart. Nice person. And then, of course, there was the whole doctor yesterday. Now, I do want to, I do want to say one thing, because I try to be fair, and you're going to be shocked that I'm going to say this. Because I've been up and down with these people. But, you know, the Cleveland Clinic, the one out there in, uh, is that Weston? I guess. On our Vida, on Weston Road there, by, off our Vida Parkway. Uh, I've had some experiences there that weren't the best, especially when they used to be on McNabb Road there. What was it? McNabb and something, whatever it was. And then uh, a year ago, February, when my good friend Dr. Bush put me on the treadmill and damn near killed me, I ripped them an ass, you know. But they really treated me very, very nicely. And believe me, I didn't get any freebies. I played, paid plenty there yesterday, believe you me. I paid plenty. But you know what? It was worth it. What do I always tell you when I do that spot for Hollywood Diagnostics? It's peace of mind, man. When you can go in there and they check everything from your from your armpit to your throat to your Rectum. and everything in between, and you say, hey, you're in pretty good shape considering what uh, fat slob you are, and you say, all right, and then you start making plans for, like, living your life, you know, as opposed to, like, rolling over and playing dead. Here's another suggestion for our poll. Let me give you a clue. <laughs> yeah. The craziest person out of them all, Scott Farrell. A little bit too crazy and a little bit too wild. Or, no, I should say a lot too crazy and a lot too wild. In fact, Ponytail could probably. Now, did you ever meet Farrell? Was he ever involved with you at all? Or No. No, that's probably why you're still in business. And knowing the kind of pervert you are, if you'd have hooked up with him, that would have been. No, that would have been it. That would have been the end. I mean, it was, it wasn't both bad. Of them. No, it wasn't bad enough we got you hooked up with Al Goldstein. That was the beginning of your road to depravity. But getting you hooked up with uh, Pharrell, that would have been a pain. Oh, that would have been bad. Well, what is this? You just eat the top off the sausage and onion. No, I, I know how to do it. What kind of a... Are you like my mother? I've already got one mother. She's almost 91, by the way. I think 90's old enough, Ma. Anyway, now she's all right. How's Mom? How's Fat Rich? You know, all of that crap. Look at this, some beautiful Italian sausage. Che pane, olio oliva. Yeah. Where's Eli Wallach when we need him? He is just brutal. You know, I don't think... What have I taken? One call so far? Have you taken one? Yeah, I took the one of the guy that was ripping Geldy in ass, which I like. Oh, that, yeah. He was spanking Geldy. It's Spank Geldy Friday. In fact, we could make it a regular thing, just rip him an ass every Friday. Till he, well, like, uh, crawls into a hole and goes away. Don't take any more, because so far, all the calls have been good today. All the calls. We had one for one. Yeah, thank you very much, Pally. It was a good call. No, seriously, if, the only reason I went to bat for him was, because it was at the time, it's just like when I saved your job, when most right. tried to get you fired, mm -hmm. and your wife tricked you into that unwanted pregnancy. Right. I mean, not that I wouldn't have gone to bat for you anyway, but just that really sealed, I mean, the deal. Yeah, it was a, a timing. I was going to let you be out on the beach with, like, an unwanted kid on the way. What? Right. Plus, I like Sabrina. She's a sweetheart. She's sure. British. She's a great little girl, and not little anymore. No, no, taller than me. And, uh, you know, you, I can live with her without. But, I mean, Sabrina, I like a lot. <laughs> and your wife, well, that's another story. No, she's all right. I don't want to say too much, because is she listening? Who knows? Yeah, she's probably watching um, Ricky Lake. Probably. Just, just relax. You're a little bit too red in the face, okay? <laughs> Jeff Cohen. No, see, I know what you were doing before you came here. I know exactly what you were doing. See, nervous laugh. And don't say anything because I'm not opening up your mic this time. I will not do it. This man, probably this morning, had the wildest sex in the history of the human race. He just looks like even the dolphins at the camp don't sweat. Even the, even the big linebackers, the 600-pound guys, don't sweat like you're sweating right profusely. Red as a beat. I mean, I know it's South Florida, but it's not exactly 100 degrees in the shade out there, you know. It's from yesterday what? When in doubt, you're working it out. Oh, yeah, you were at the beach yesterday screwing over George. All right, we, we know exactly the game you played. Skippy told us you didn't want to come in here with food for George and Josh because they're small potatoes. You don't care about them. 
You're making a TV spot? Well, it's a good thing. Get that one with me and Rimmer off there, please. No, I don't really care. So that's the deal. Jeff isn't going to be running too many more spots anymore. I'll just give him some free plugs on the air. And that way, Skippy gets screwed out of the commission. I'm going to start getting even with these QM sales people in my last couple of years here. You'll see. What? What are you laughing about? You saw what I did to Todd Reck the other day. I stepped on his pathetic little ass when he tried to, you know. We've got a bunch of losers, man, in that sales department. The only people we like are Adam and Troy. That's it. Am I leaving anybody out? That, that well, mean, high boy's kind of grown on me. High boy has kind of grown on you? Hiya, Pally! I wonder what that 400-pound growth was on your elbow there. It could be because he's going to be dead any minute. Oh, so you feel sorry for him? Yeah, I do. Why? Because he's going to be dead any minute. But no, no, see, uh, fat people who are nice people who are going to die from being fat, then you feel mm -hmm. sorry for them, like your brother. Right. Good guy. Very I good guess, guy. from what you said. No, a piece. Okay, and your other friend that died with Right. But but he he's a fat guy who's going to die, and I have no sympathy for him. He means well. No, he, no, he is not. <laughs> oh my God! My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Noon. I got the food in my mouth. I can't talk with food in my mouth. Bad. Bad style. Bad radio. Bad radio, baby. We don't want to do bad radio because Rick Shaw says I do great radio. That's what he said. Wasn't he right? Yes. Yeah, that's what he said. But that was before I got so old, about a month or two. Rick Shaw, he's a great guy. Don't be picking on Ricky Ticky. He ain't, he ain't a day over 80. He's a good guy. That cap, though, he got to stink like hell by now. Anyway, so Will says, uh, what is this? See, I, I can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Page one of four, George. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't want these things, Will. Okay, I do read the BBC uh, website. I do read all the uh, Guardian, the Independent, the Mirror, all of those things. I don't want this stuff, please. Okay? I want to do mostly a lighthearted show today, have a pretty good time. I don't want to, like, try to save the world from uh, George W. You'll have a chance on November the 2nd. i got a whole bunch of Jews I'm going to lock in a room, make sure they can't get out till the polls are closed. What is that all about, these Jews for Bush? Can you explain that to me? Sure, like you said. It's money. Israel. No, no, but it, but Israel's the excuse, don't you understand? Israel's the excuse. If they really knew what if his plans were. If they were so crazy were. about Israel, they'd be over there right now in a kibbutz, laying tefillin, throwing rocks at the uh, women at the Wailing Wall. They'd be doing something useful, okay? Like blowing away those little Palestinian kids. God. All these people so obsessed. I, I just can't deal with that anymore. The older I get, the more nauseous it makes me. 
the Cubans with their Cuba and the Jews with their Israel. Coxahoyce, that's my comment to you, okay? Cut the crap. What? No, I, I got a basket right here. Just, just eat your lunch, really. You, you definitely need to, like, calm down a little bit. You're a little bit uh, hyper. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's see. Who do you think is the all-time? Now somebody says, of course, because they can't leave him alone. W. For that's not the category we're looking for. Okay, we're not looking for politicians. He's crazy. Well, crazy like a fox. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just a face man anyway. They don't want to understand right. that. He is the face man. Cheney is the one that's pulling all the shots. Cheney and Wolfowitz and uh, Richard Pearl. Rove. Carl Ro Roven maniac. Well, no, Rove is just the uh, PR guy. He's just the strategist, but I'm talking about the people that are making all these decisions. And how come this Ahmed Chalabi, or however they're pronouncing it this week, how come they want to tell us not only is he uh, turning over secrets to Iran, but he's also a business partner of Dick Cheney. They don't bother telling us that Shut in the American media. Right. They don't want to tell us stuff like that because people might get pissed off. I'm thinking to myself, if Clinton would have invaded another country almost unilaterally that had represented no threat to us and lied about the excuses for us, talk about impeachment, they'd oh. have probably hung him right in the middle of the Capitol Crucify building. Crucify him. Yeah. In fact, Mel Gibson could have made another movie about it. They'd have nailed his ass up on a cross right on the White House lawn. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. Uh. But this son of a bitch, for whatever reason, they can do whatever, he can do whatever the hell he wants. Oh, uh, anybody that's that supportive of Israel, how can I be against him? Well, what does that mean? What does that mean, Moishi? Huh? Jesus, K, Christ! Don't they know the rest of the plan for Israel? From the president and his buddies? They don't care. Convert or they die. Don't want, they don't want to think that far. Convert okay? All they know is tax cuts. Tax cut for the rich. Tax cut for rich investors. Tax cuts for my aunt. Oh, yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. They're sending all these kids off to be slaughtered over there. It's like that's all it is. It's a human sacrifice. Speaking of nailing on the cross, that's exactly what it is. And when they now CBS, you, you see on Dan rather they put these pictures up of these kids right. and they give you the, the, the whole lowdown right. of who got killed and whatever. And, and this I don't say this disrespectfully. These people aren't heroes. They're victims. Right. Right. A hero is somebody that goes out and does something constructive to save somebody else, to help somebody else for a, for, Above a, and beyond. for a good purpose. These people, well-intentioned, obviously, most of them except the abusers, but these people, all they are is victims. That's all. They're being sent off to be slaughtered like sheep, just like in Vietnam. That's all. They're not heroes. They're victims. They're tragic victims of a bunch of ruthless lunatics. Even Miguel knows that. Miguel ain't voting for Bush. See that? And I'm going to tell you, when Miguel Escobar... The drug man, when this son of a bitch is voting against Bush, what does that tell you, okay? In addition to which, what the hell has Bush done about the, If he would have invaded Cuba, then he would right. vote for him. And you know something? That would have been a hell of a better idea. Sure. If, if all that crap going on down there is so important and we're so concerned about Fidel, Fidel, all this other garbage, and by the way, he will live to 140, they said. But what? Well, that'll at least keep him something to be concerned sure. about the rest of his life. he got something to look forward to. Fidel, Fidel. Anyway. We still only took one call, right? Right. Well, let's keep it that way for a while. No, we got to get a lot of these calls on. There might be important names on here that we're overlooking for crazy celebrities. Like Whitney Houston. Sure. Got her? All right. She's on the Inquirer list. See, I held some back. Purposely. I'll give you another one while you're sitting there uh, tapping away. Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, yeah. Married his, uh, what, three-year-old cousin, whatever she was? Yeah, Jeff Cohen, his eyes lit up when he heard about that. Sounded like a good idea. Yeah, he could really a bang on it. 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. What do you think about Geldy doing the Panther games, Jeff? No chance. No chance. Spank him. I hear Randy Motor's going to sandbag it anyway, so don't worry about it. Geldy, you're out, man. You piss too many people off. Too much. Too, you talk too much. You've got a big mouth. See, in this business, Geldy, don't have a big mouth. Maybe on the air have a big mouth, but off the air, keep it close to the vest. Ah, bah, bah, you know, call a lot of people out of the phone book. Ah, what do you think I do? 41 games, 82 games. I'm going to be Graham. I'm going to be the next Joe Bowen. I'm going to be uh, Bill and Foster. He would all rolled up in a one. Bah, you know. Nobody wants to hear some squeaky-voiced putts broadcasting a sporting event, okay? It's a goal. It's a goal. I don't want to hear that. Man, that's the one thing that Rimmer, Rimmer can, you know, be safe forever. They put Geldy on here. Have I seen who announced? Let me, let me tell you a story, okay? <laughs> let me tell you a story. The first, when they were in the Miami Arena, the first five or six seasons, whatever it was, back when it used to be a lot of fun, by the way, the Panthers thing, and when we had really a fan base till they pissed everybody off. He and the, my, my season seats... The last two years we were in arena, or maybe three years, were right next to, right the first row below where he and Denise used to sit up there, old Froggy. And during the game, every time I would look back, he was doing two shows. He was doing a broadcast on the air and doing a show for me. And in between periods, it was always, he'd be standing in there in the back and call me up there. I'd have to schlep and get through the uh, crowd, schlep up there, not to say anything, but just because to piss off Denise Potvin. Because Denise hates me like poison. That looked like Todd Dreck's dancing here the other day, didn't it? I, know, oh, I didn't know that Todd. To and, my phone I didn't know that enough. Todd uh, Dreck and Jeff Rimmer went to the same school of dance in their pants. I didn't know that till this moment. <laughs> I thought it was the Tagliers all along. Oh, hey, if Rimmer's listening, which I'm sure he is, Jeff just insulted you bad, man. Something about an ass. What? He's dancing doing the game. Really. Well, you have a good time watching. You ought to see him when he reaches over to pick up the check. Not. Then, I, then I'll maybe, maybe that's why he does that during the game. Because he's not nearly as animated at dinner. Because he might accidentally reach over and his hand might brush, make a brush with a check. Bad move. WQAM. Hello. <coughs> Ooh. See, we're not supposed to be taking these calls. That just woke me up. WQAM. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was calling two things. Uh, Nicole Smith for the poll. Okay. And uh, what was the deal with Mueller calling uh, Joe Rose? Because I listened this morning and Joe was ripping Goldie. What did Mueller have to say? Uh, Joe uh, cut him off. Joe, Joe pretended that he was out of time and just said, oh, yeah, I'll talk to you later, Randy. It was great. He did? Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. All right, have a good weekend. You too, Pally. Thanks. Yeah, it was great the way Joe Rose handled uh, Randy Mueller. Joe is, uh, there's a lot more there than you think, you know, because, you know, on the face of it, Joe sounds a little bit like a dullard, if you know what I mean. I, I hate to say that. That's... That's not what I really meant. I mean, not a dollar like Howard from Boca. Not like that. But underneath that uh, dumb jock exterior, there's a pretty sharp mind. And you better beware, because once he sharpens up that shiv, man, you better not be on the receiving end. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't want to mention any names. But, uh, man, oh, man. He unloaded on him to me this morning out there in the hallway. After Gildy, of course, was, like, waddling in here so we could cry on my shoulder. Well, I don't know. What do you think? I think I got a shot. What do you think? I think the answer, Goldie, I don't want to, like, you know, pee on your parade, but I think the answer is no. No, you're not going to get it. Because the director of broadcasting is Randy Moeller, right? He must have a lot to say about it. 
You'd think. Wouldn't you think if he's the director of Panthers Broadcasting and all these other titles they gave him because he's a silly person with a clown nose? I mean, it fits right in with the ambience of the organization. The organization's been in business how many years now? About 30, man. Three years they made the playoffs. How are the Panthers doing in the playoffs? Are they making the finals or what? No. Oh, by the way, Skippy, you better not eat any of this food, you little piece of crap. I sure hope that Skippy heard what I said before about how Jeff is going to stop running spots altogether. So I'll just give him free plugs so that we can take away all your commission that you're stealing. And Jeff thinks it's a great idea because basically he said, Skippy sucks. My, my, and This is Sports Radio 560. Hi, all my favorite Republicans. This is Matt Drudge. And it's time for the... Excuse me, I'm floating. It's time once again for the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. <laughs> you hate, but I'm an idiot, and I think they're really great, I doubt that you can handle one or two, much less all eight, eight sounds that you hate, the men from the boys, they will surely separate, I'll tell you what they are, guaranteed you'll go, I like fingernails on a blackboard. When people crack their neck or their knuckles. When I rub styrofoam together, that just makes me chuckle. <laughs> Eight sounds you can't stand. Would you tolerate if you were half the man I am? Add to the list of eight. A fork and a knife. Scraping on a plate, scraping on a plate, scraping on a plate. Here's one I really love. You might want to try it. Give me feedback in my headphones. Oh yeah, that's more like it. A little more, little more over there, a little more. Hey, sounds so unique. Now let's review so you can really, really free. Fingernails on a blackboard. When people crack their neck or their knuckles, rub and styrofoam together. Cause it makes me chuckle. I like brand new sneakers on a gym floor. Raising an aluminum window. When it gets into drilling my molars, that makes me say bingo. My boy's singing on his record. Utensils on fine china. If these sounds give you the shivers, that makes you a whiner. Hey, do you go nuts if someone bites their fork like this? Cause I love it. Here, I'll do it again. Do you have a nervous system left? How about the squeegee wiping a window while I crack my neck? <laughs> Suffer, you wimps. Suffer, wimps. Oh, wait. I got one more. Oh, and here's number nine, the sound that you hate. Or is that one that you love? 
1203-560. Jeff Cohen needs a pizza man at the Pizza Loft in Davie. A good pizza man, somebody really knows how to make a good pie, who can spin it and twirl it and the pie, too. He said he'll pay it the most anywhere and uh, if, if you're good. I've used that line before. Okay, Pizza Loft at Davie, University Drive between 595 and Griffin Road, right behind uh, Pier 1 Imports. Tons of free parking, and it's the weekend now, so go in there and uh, see, I just give you a free spot. And Skippy won't get a dime commission off it because we hate him like poison, man. No, and the only thing Skippy's got going for him in this place is Todd Dreck. Because if we didn't have Todd Dreck, then uh, Skippy would be right down there at the bottom of the barnacles, you know, scraping it. But the fact that we got Todd Dreck got a long way to go. Who did I say the other day was, like, even worse than Todd Dreck? Gary Sarner. Oh, well, Gary Sarner. Out of sight, out of mind. He doesn't come in your place, does he? No, that's right. You, you sell trafe. We got so many of these Jews for Bush who are busy eating their cheeseburgers for lunch right now. You're going to burn in hell, don't you realize it? That's right. Eating trafe for lunch. In the meantime, you're worried about Israel. God, what a bunch of lunatics. So uh, we'll get you a pizza, man. I'm watching that every day. Do you really? Why is that? Pizza was outstanding today, I should point out. Wasn't it? I, it's always good, but, I mean, this mm-hmm. was some of the very best. Now, who made this? Oh, I see. They're getting burned. Looks like you did, too, yesterday. Okay, get out of here, Jeff. Thank you. It was really great. Jeff called Pizza Loft, sucking up for some more free plugs. Good lunch, though. Excellent lunch. And lots of sodas, too, which you notice. Even Jeff said, radio station like this, Greg Reed came in on Sunday day for the first time in many months. Did he bring me any soda? No. Did Muff bring us any soda? No. Clarence, who's busy uh, scratching himself in the other room? No. Nothing. Yeah, I don't know what you're... Didn't you see that before? You no, I, miss I it. missed it. And I kept trying to look like Thank the other goodness. way, because the last person I want to see adjusting his privates or whatever he was doing is him. God. Man, oh, man. Or uh, maybe he was just searching. I don't know. Who do you think is the craziest celebrity of all time? That's our poll question today. How many calls have we taken, up here? Maybe. Two, I think. And they were both really good. Right? The last per- guy was good. Record. The first one was excellent about the Geldy ripping him an ass. Because you're taking one, one and a half. Geldy the spanking of his life. Ow! Michael Jackson, 186. Nobody's going to touch the gloved one. Ozzy Osbourne, 28. See, that's quite a disparity there, you know? Mike Tyson, 26. Courtney Love, 22. Denise Rodman, 12. What about Denise Potvan? She's a loser. Gary Busey, 9. Anne Hayes, 7. Chuck Heston, six. I'm spitting the sausage out all over the place here. Did you see that? Yeah. Boy. Uh, what did I just read? Scott Farrell, six. Ted Nugent, five. Sid Vicious, two. Is he still dead, by the way? Yeah. Liz Taylor, one. And no votes out of 313 for Winona Ryder. No votes even for Dave Ryder. wonder what kind of scam he's pulling these days. Uh, Whitney Houston's got none. Jerry Lee Lewis don't have any who married his two-year-old ne- uh, cousin. And Anna Nicole Smith don't have any yet either. Uh, see, I wouldn't call her crazy. And like Ozzy, it's pills and booze in the case of those two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, but he, he qualified. Oh, no, <laughs> did you see that? Oh, my God, Jeff. <laughs> now, that's talent. That I wish we had a picture of that. What do you mean that's talent? That's called a cheap fork. Of course, Jeff says he likes a cheap fork, but that's beside the point. That's what he said. Oh, give me another fork, somebody, please, before it's too oh, late. Oh, we got a bag of it's them in here. Plastic fork just snapped in half. Now maybe that was that was the Lord. Oh God! Thank you. Uh, <laughs> telling me that's enough, fat. So you're gonna kill yourself on that sausage. Que pane. The piece just leave. missed your head. This is very good today. I know. My fish was great. I scarfed it. Oh, you it had fish that's already. Right. I forgot about that. I ate it all gone. The pizza is maybe some of the best he's ever produced. They need a new pizza man at the pizza lot, by the way, folks. Get with it. 
WQM, hello. Uh, Neil? Yes, sir. Have you ever cooked with Moho? I, I, I. WQM, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. You've got to have Rick Sanchez in there. The craziest person of them all? Yes, sir. This is shocking news. <laughs> what do you say, Neil? No. What does that mean? Wow. I mean, how could they? I never, it never even crossed my mind that this was a poll question they wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. They, they don't get it. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Most of you should understand that. <laughs> Crazy. Especially the callers that we got on this show. They should know from crazy, okay? Believe me, it sounds like experts. <laughs> crazy. And we still got to explain it to them. Rick, see, they, what, all they want to do is put the same... Why, why don't we just do a poll every day? There you go. Who do you hate the most? George W. Bush, Rick, Rick Sanchez, Sanchez. Moe Howard David, you know, they're the same bunch, oh. Anna Nicole Smith. This is a different poll. It's, if it's good enough to be the Inquirer, it's good enough for us to kill four hours. You better. Better believe it. This is, this is just a fine lunch. Too much. No, mine was just right. Was it? Not too hot, not too cold? No. Not too WQAM, hello. I keep spitting the sausage out. QAM. What else is new? Hello, Neil. Y yes, sir. A little laugh George has got. I can't stand it any longer. <laughs> Come to stop. I hate it. Yeah. No, that's it. I, I was just thinking just maybe. See, when you deal with people, I'm, I've got a whole new attitude now about some of these people. I'm going to put them on the spot, and once they, once they get through with their initial pre Prepared, yeah. pre-programmed, pre-scripted uh, shtick, which usually lasts about three seconds. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna put them on a spot to see if they can uh, elaborate on, which I know they can, like him. Just another one of your people that ought to get out of mm -hmm. banana boat. In fact, you know something? A lot of those tire places, what they do is they throw the old tires out in the back in a dumpster. Go to like one of those Goodyear places and get one of those old rubber tires. Right. Make you a nice rubber raft and hop aboard, okay, and go back to Cuba and have a good time, okay, and get or lost. put it around your neck get and out of our set face. fire to it. Get out of our face. We don't want no more from you, okay? And speak it in glaze. Quit talking with a phony accent. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. Uh, I got somebody for your poll, Liza Minnelli. Liza's crazier than a bed bug. She's like Liz Taylor Jr. Thank you very much. Thank you. Of course, Judy Garland we ought to put on there, too, right, mother and daughter? Sure, why the hell not? We said of all time, of all time. Let me tell you about when I saw Judy Garland at the RKO Palace in, in New York. It wasn't her fault either, though. And Senior Wences was there. He was good. It was very, Of course, I was a little kid. I was like 13 years old yeah. or something like that. I liked Senior Wences. And then, of course, there was Jackie Mason at the uh, hotel. On, what was that hotel again? Right by the Atlantic Towers? It'll come to me. Eden, Not the Eden Rock. Eden Rock was not even close to being built. 1956, Jackie Mason. He was still doing that same thing. He said, well, whatever is good for Israel is good enough for us. I guarantee you Jackie Mason ain't supporting George Bush. You want to bet? You can I will guarantee you. I'll bet Gray's life on it. How do you like All that? Right, That's how up. sure I am. Call up Jackie right now and see if he's supporting John Kerry, who's a little bit on a scary-looking side like Herman Munster. But nevertheless, the good, the best thing Kerry's got going for him is he ain't George Bush. That's the best thing he's got going. That's all he's and I'll make a prediction right now. You know who he's going to pick as his running mate? John McCain. No. <laughs> he would like to, but McCain ain't going to take it. Although, the Republicans have been kind of pushing him in that direction. That would be great, yeah. but he ain't going to do I know who you should pick. I don't know who he will pick. Wesley Clark. Okay, yeah. Guaranteed. Good plan. You could bet Moe's life on it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Gel I'll throw Geldy in there, too. You could bet Moe and Geldy's lives on it. And, of course, Geldy's ain't worth much these days now that he's backed himself in that corner. He's got everybody against him now. He's turned Joe Rose against him. Moe is on to him now. Even Howard from Boca knows what's up with the Geldy. Wants off that show real bad, so he's turned them again. He's turned us against him. He turned uh, oh, Randy, Randy Red Deer Mola. Yes, you do. Why would I care? Such a wuss. You care. You don't want him doing the games, even though you don't I listen. Give a crap. You know, yeah. 
you know he's not qualified to be broadcasting the Florida Panther I, I games. I know no such thing. Even with a marginal team that they got and the total lack of interest. I'll listen just as much. Well, yeah, me too. <laughs> Absolutely. Good point. Now, let's see. What about these promos? I don't want to, like, underread these because Miguel will start hyperventilating in there in his pants. Look for the QM van tonight, 6 to 8, for a cigar tasting event at Stogie Cigars, located at 11612 North Kendall Drive. They'll probably show you some real interesting techniques you can do with their Stogies. Stop by to win, a sp win and spin the wheel for uh, QM Marlin tickets and other prizes. Uh, yeah, I think Tommy got his hair cut the same place Greg did, now that I mention it. Stop by to spin the wheel for Marlin tickets and other prizes. That's at Stogie, 6 to 8 tonight, Kendall at 117th Drive, Ave, whatever it is. I know where the hell that is. Kendall, 117th. I used to live almost right there. Sure. You got the hell out. I got the hell out while it was getting good, man. Who the hell wants to live in Kendall? You have to be crazy, you people in Kendall. I sympathize with you. Fat Rich would get out, but he can't afford to. Tomorrow afternoon, look for the QM van from 11 to 1 at Santa Rosa Marble, located at 3400 Northwest 77th Court in Miami. Also, little George will be out. Oh, I see. In other words, there's four promos in here. It makes it look like there's three. <laughs> Very devious and dangerous, that Miguel. Also, George will be out noon to 2 at Bill Seidel's Boulevard of Savings on Northwest 36th Street in Miami, where they still haven't figured out who he is or why he's showing up there, but they like the free food. Stop by to win prizes. Enjoy free food from Atlantic City subs. Maybe the guy with a fanny pack will come by and see you. The fanny not, pack. Not in Dave, and, no. and, and maybe, maybe the uh, guy with the eyes will stop by and see you. Not stayed. Maybe with his David Cassidy albums. And then on Sunday, George will be a noon to 2 at Dayline Chevrolet, located at 8455 South Dixie Highway in South Miami. Stop by to spin that wheel for those same crappy prizes, and enjoy free food from Atlantic City Subs. That's why people show up, not so much to see George, but they want the free food, which is great. Those fat-filled sandwiches, good stuff. We still, do we still have that letter on the thing back there? That was great. I'm sure Petey Lenny uh, didn't have enough smarts to write it. 1213 at 560 WQAM. Voom is not just pedestrian, ordinary, regular TV like any schlep can see, but it's high-definition TV delivered by a satellite dish and HD receiver. The picture is so superior to regular TV, you won't believe it. The quality is like looking at it like a three-dimensional kind of a thing or like at a scratchy old kinescope. Voom is the only entertainment system designed for high-definition TV. Voom has got the most HD TV anywhere and provides all the equipment necessary to enjoy the ultimate HD TV experience, including satellite dish, HD receiver, and the remote as well. And Voom's got over 30 channels about 30, man. of HD programming. You can watch ESPN, for example, in high definition and lots more, too. That's three times more channels than you get from cable. And they've got all your other favorite channels like HBO, MTV, even your local channels, too. Maybe even Leaf TV, but I doubt it. Voom has got over 120 channels of great entertainment. They've even got exclusive channels of HD movies, music, and sports that you can't get from your cable or satellite company at any price. So with Voom, you get everything you have now, plus all these awesome high-definition channels to enjoy, too. Call Voom today for a limited-time offer. Call 1-866-848-8666 or online visit voom.com. And here's the deal. Free installation, no upfront cost, and no long-term commitment. What is not to like? Call 1-866-848-8666 or online at voom.com to start vooming right away. But you better do it real soon. You only have 10 days left. Offer ends May 31. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. This is Mohammed David, for the Hebrew home of the aged in Riverdale. Now, you find me extol the uh, attributitude of flatter being a paradise. Well, it is, but not for everybody. That's why when my parents retired to Florida, I sent them back to the Bronx to live at the Hebrew home of the aged back in 61. 
Not only was it cheaper, but they got the pool. I remember my mama saying, who needs Florida? We got the pool right here to swim uh, three months out of the year. <clears throat> Why, sure. They got lots of activities there, like uh, Friday night mahjong and Paladent races. Not to mention the food. Oh, the food. Let me tell you, nowhere but the Hebrew home for the ages in Riverdale will you find softer jello. Not the kind that turns the rubber about. Why, it's almost like it was prepared by Don Wilson himself. And they got them uh, mobile turlets on wheels, too. The Hebrew home for the aged in Riverdale. A nice place to send your folks. And forget about it. Absolutely. 1219 at 560 WQAM. <laughs> it's a spank Yeldy's ass uh, Friday. Andy Kaufman takes the cake for the craziest personality of all time, somebody says. Andy Kaufman. No question. <clears throat> oh, let's see. Here's a cute... Uh, they keep trying to send me this fax and only a little part of it uh, shows up. So don't do it anymore, okay? Bill and Pat, I appreciate it. Halliburton making bigger profits and it's got a bunch of, like, uh, pigs standing up. That's cute. David says, I turned your program back on after a three-month... Oh, oh, I'm not... Uh, I'm absolutely not going to read this. You know which David it yes, is? I, yes, I do. Yeah. We just, were just talking just about died. crazy. Yeah, crazy person. In fact, this is Jeff Hyde, a former neighbor. Totally crazy person. <clears throat> no, he just wants attention. That's all. And I'm uh, sorry that I, I didn't mention sad. it because I didn't see where it was going to be from. I think he has a wife, you know. Yeah, and there's where you go for attention if you really need. He may some. have a wife, but I know who he's doing. Hi, Pally. Yeah. Now just stop and ponder that for a little bit. Yeah, think about that. I'm sorry. Right after lunch, oh, Ron heals the lunch. Here sorry. Comes. Sorry, Mister. Did we put Robin Williams on there or not? No. He's crazy? That's what I've had several faxes saying Robin Williams. Crazy. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's just ponderous. That's his act. That that act, and that's him. He's always on, like I've told you before. Always on. 5670560, pound 560 on the A. Hi, Pally. TNT and Verizon line. WQAM, hello. Not there. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, did see how much see, better uh, it was when I wasn't taking any calls? It was great. What is it? Hey, did you see Frontline last time on Channel 2? No, I did not. It was, uh, you might have seen it before. I don't know if it was a rerun. It was the Jesus Factor. I was watching Factor. the uh, Philly-Tampa hockey game myself. But, uh, uh-huh. There's a Jesus Factor about George Bush and uh, the Christians. Oh, I saw it the first scary. time. Yeah, I, saw tough, it, I saw it the first time they showed him. Yeah, it's a repeat. Hey, uh-huh. how's that sausage, man? What do you say? How's, how's that sausage? sausage, man? None of your business. See what I'm saying? I was doing just great till I started taking some of these stupid calls that you insisted that I take. Take some more. Uh, the, the, you know what this is? This is like their... Ah, let's, let's get it to him before he uh, gets out of here again. Don't phase me, man. Wait till you see the size of that paycheck. It's coming in, uh, what day is it? Tuesday. And it will be there, Clarence. No matter how much you squeeze your package, that paycheck better be in the mail. That's the only package I'm interested in right now. He's the one that's got my check in it. He says he wasn't scratching or squeezing. What was he doing? Checking for hernia. Yeah, but it is. Rectum. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Long time listener. Great. I got one, I got one for your poll. Call yeah. me love. Call Courtney me love. love has got uh, a whole bunch of votes. 24, thank you. It's already on there. Go get a computer, okay? Go steal a computer. Go have somebody explain to you how you use it. And a computer, too. Two lawsuits accused priest of abuse. I don't, I don't want any more of these priest stories today. I, you know, say, this is what, if you let the audience dictate what you're going to do, you're done. You're dead. You're dead meat. You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. I wonder if they ever got paid on that Air America yet. I'll call her. Yeah, find out. 
I'll Caller have somebody. what? <laughs> WQAM, hello. Old friend. Hey. Yes, sir. I like to cast a vote for Rick Sanchez. WQAM, hello. Mumbo Jumbo. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. You got Jonathan Winters. Is he on there? Jonathan Winters is a crazy person. He's on there, but I don't think he's crazy. But whatever you say. You think he's crazy? I don't. No, I don't either. But he's on here because there's somebody else. Yeah, come up with something different, okay? We've only got a few names on here. How about Bozo the Clown? How about Howdy Doody? He was crazy. How about Mr. Bluster? (laughs) I think we pushed him over the edge today, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it was that Geldy sound. Yeah, I pushed him over the edge. (laughs) Yeah. Even your fat boy's neighbor, right over the edge. We'd like to put you over the edge, too, by the way. No, but there's a really good cliff. He has kids. Yeah. So? So he, he well, what about, what about, this is Eddie, Eddie, You think that guy don't have kids? Steve, whatever Probably. his name was? Probably no, does. Yeah. So uh, is it like some great biological, uh, well, you should know. Right. Probably no, mostly I mean, by accident. Yeah. So? But I just feel sorry for the kids. P.D. Lenny has kids, too. Sure, I feel sorry for them. Right. Todd Dreck has kids. Yeah, should I continue? Just it's because sad. somebody has kids, does that mean that they're more respectable, no. responsible, no. rational, no. sane, no. You should be, no. you should uh, human? For no. the sake of your children, if nothing else. But what does that mean? You're embarrassing your children. How about those, uh, what I told you, Dateline, that story where, right. they, where they starved the kid to death. They had children, and not just the one that they starved, they had other children. Uh-huh. Did that make them sane, no. responsible, no. parents, no. qualified? No. You know, somebody was telling me the other day, and I agree, that there ought to be a test. You, before you get a license to drive a car, you take a test. Right. Okay. Before, now, in order to buy a weapon of any kind, you should have to take a test. In order to have children, right. you should have to take a test. Because those are both, unlike, well, I mean, with a car, you can't kill somebody. But they're like life and death things. Correct. Do we make anybody take a test? No. No, anybody can go out there and procreate. Just like that uh, little girl that disappeared that they let the, the father dropped off somewhere, you know. Now they say, oh, no, she was kidnapped. I don't believe for a minute she was kidnapped. No. No, they just uh, want to get rid of her. Could it, now, there's something for you to think about. I'm taking offers. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Get you my um, nightline. Yes, sir. <laughs> either Joe McCarthy. I don't know if that would be crazy, but he was paranoid. And was he a celebrity? Well, he was no. back, in, back then. No. Or, or John DuPont. The guy that shot the wrestler. Yeah, right. Okay, whatever you say. Have a great day. His name wasn't John DuPont, was it? Who? The uh, queen, the one that uh, shot the wrestler, that crazy. He was crazy, but nobody knows who that is. No, I don't. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Boy, I, I tell you, I think we've really put them to the test today, man. They're too busy, uh, you know, conjuring up reasons to vote for Bush. What an appropriate poll. WQAM, hello. Hey, how about Nick Nolte? How about him? Is he crazy? He's a crazy something. I mean, drunk. He's a drunk crazy. Okay, whatever you say. We're not putting him on there, though. Do you think he's crazy? No. Just a drunk. I mean, we, like we could put uh, Glenn Campbell on there, too. He's a drunk. Not every drunk is crazy. What they are is <laughs> drunk. <laughs> so thank God for those 12 steps. As a matter of fact, if these chronics want to follow us, we'll give them 12 steps right to the edge of that cliff I was talking about. Or a dock. The weather's right for it. Right. And it would be great. Boy. 26 past noon at 560 WQM. Are you still reluctant to buy a bed over the phone? I can't imagine why anybody in their right mind would be, because for over 25 years, millions of satisfied people, including me, have dialed 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for the lowest prices on the best brands in the universe in bedding. 
It's the easiest possible way to buy you a great name brand mattress. And there's absolutely no risk because if it's not perfect in every way, just call them back for a full comfort exchange. It's completely free within 30 days. About 30, man. No extra fees, no strings attached. Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in customer satisfaction, and they were winners of the 2004 Better Business Local Bureau Local Torch of Excellence Award. Like I said, what I just say, figure it out. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll get the best prices on the best brands with delivery on your schedule and the best customer service in the business. Why would you waste any of your time slipping from showroom to showroom, wasting a lot of gas and money, too? Dollar Mattress has the complete line of Sealy. Serta, King Coyle, Simmons, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns and Bananas, Foster Hewitt. From Kendall to Stewart, Palm Beach to Fort Myers, Dollar Mattress can deliver the finest bedding around anywhere and save you a ton of cash, too. But do what I always do along with everybody else here at QM that's got a brain and some that don't. Call 1-800-MATTRESS. That's 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Or online, just log on to mattress.com. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Friday, you bastard. Coming soon. It's the movie we've all been waiting for. Brad Pitt as a gladiator. It's Troy. The classic story of, uh, well, it's based on the epic poem by, oh, who cares? It's Brad Pitt in a gladiator outfit. Troy and Achilles. And now we must engage in hot, sweaty, man-on-man combat action. Listen to what the critics are saying about Troy. Rex Reed calls it the feel-myself hit of the summer. Rex Reed says, pass me the Trojans, honey. And in the words of Rex Reed, if you see only one homoerotic gladiator movie this year, see Troy. Men attack from the rear. If muscular men in leather skirts are your Achilles heel, then prance to a theater near you to see Brad Pitt, as you've always wanted to see him in Troy. Troy, Troy is made for, uh, at 560 WQM. Don't be stepping on our material now, okay? You know, I think the thing that said Dave Friedman off real bad, I mean, uh, Chronic Dave, was the fact that I picked on his good buddy, Fat Boy. But now that he's not listening anymore after all of this time and all these years, and the we've lost that listener, calling. now we can rip him an ass. Fat boy and his chronic neighbor, Dave, who needs mental help. No question about it. No none. No none what? No none question. <laughs> no none? Where's that school? <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on it. Even though I've been faxing you every day for the last hundred years, I haven't been listening for months. And I'm blah, 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 blah. Seriously. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But it's appropriate. I mean, we did a poll about crazy people, so why shouldn't we have them calling in? Right. Anyway. Let me just uh, give them a little height, a little breather to catch their breath. <sighs> New York Times says a series of Justice Department memorandums written in late 2001 and the first few months of 2002 were crucial in building a legal framework for United States officials to avoid uh, complying with international laws and treaties on handling prisoners, lawyers, and former uh, officials, say. Oh, there must be a word missing from this. Somebody faxed this to me. I didn't print this out. Lawyers and <laughs> officials say. The confidential memorandum, several of which were written or co-written by John C. Yu, not me, you. you, a University of California law professor was serving in the department, provided arguments to keep U.S. officials from being charged with war crimes for the way prisoners were detained and interrogated. They were endorsed by, endorsed by top lawyers in the White House, the Pentagon, and the Vice President's office, but due to, drew dissents from the State Department. See, there's the battle that's been going on right along. you got Roland Colin on the one side, who's sitting next to where those palm trees are, 
and then you got Rummy and his uh, Wolfowitz and that crowd of lunatics on the other side. The memorandums provide legal arguments to support administration officials' assertions that the Geneva Conventions did not apply to uh, detainees from the Afghanistan war. They also suggested how officials could inoculate themselves from liability by claiming that abused prisoners were in some other nation's custody. A lawyer and former government official who saw the memorandum said it anticipated the possibility that U.S. officials could be charged with war crimes defined as grave breaches of the Geneva Conventions. The document said a way to avoid that is to declare that the conventions don't apply. That's all. Designating them. Oh, sorry. I have a light problem. Oh, by redesignating them as something else. That, right. That, yeah. That's all. Just uh, make up some other kind of a right. label. Anything else? And then that 15.6% of your audience yesterday, oh, they should get a medal for what they did to those uh, damn uh, slimeball Iraqi prisoners. Surprises they're, they're, you? They're, they're, no. Well, it did, yeah, but now that I think about it, no. There, there's no hope for this country. Yeah. It really isn't. Dumb, dumber, and dumbest. That's what it basically boils down to now. And, and you've got millions of people who otherwise may be educated and seemingly articulate, whatever, who are just knee-jerk, uh, you know, whatever they are, professional right. professional Jews, professional Cubans, professional uh, liberals, professional right-wingers, professional uh, born-again lunatics, whatever it is, that's all. Mm -hmm. That's their whole life. Don't you can't You can't deal with those people. So that's why this whole notion of Air America and uh, forget about that. It would be just like us on this show. If I really ever dream for a minute that we're going to make some kind of a change out there, that we're going to change America, change <laughs> South Florida, especially this place. Oh, God. <laughs> Give me a break. Who do you think is the craziest celebrity of all time? Not politician, not janitor, not uh, mortician, not well, proctologist. Well, what if they're a celebrity politician? That might be Like it. Arnold. Michael Jackson, 222. Mike Tyson, 38. Ozzy Osbourne, 32. Courtney's Gloves has got 26. Denise Rodman, 16. Gary Busey, 14. Anne Heche, 9. Chuck Heston's got 8. By a lion. Scott Farrell, 7. Jonathan Winters, 5. Ted Nugent, 5. Robin Williams, 4. Sid Vicious, 3. Liza Minnelli's got a pair. And it's small potatoes after that. Teeny tiny totters. 5, 6, 7. Oh, can I say that? No. Just did. Teeny tiny totters. Taters. WQM, hello. Hi. Yes, uh, sir. I got a name for the poll. Go right ahead. O.J. Simpson. Craziest, uh, yeah, he's, uh, you're right. Good good choice. Uh -huh. Thank, Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. He'll move up Maniac. Maniac, well, maniac, crazy, same thing. All of these things. They like him around here, though, at WQAM. They would, they would like to sniff his ass, man, right in this building. Can you, can you, can you imagine if he came in for an autograph signing on Monday? Oh, man. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Yeah. In fact, I, I finally figured out the way that we're going to goose up those numbers between 5 and 8 in the morning. Once yeah, a week, it's going to be O.J. slaps Geldy and Moe around day. Which day of the week? What do you think? Huh? He slaps yeah. Geldy and... Howard from Boca. The both of them. We could have Moe J. Monday Wednesday. through Friday would be good. Yeah, the more he slaps him, the more people listen. I'd listen. I would tune in and hear that. Sure. I'd get up early and open up the pot. And then... WQM, hello. Hi! WQM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, how about you got Gary Busey on the list? Do we have what? Gary Busey. Yeah, Gary Busey's on there, sir. Take a look at that thing, okay? Gary Busey's on there. He's got 14 votes, okay? Just in case you missed out. Didn't I just get through reading these names? Yeah. Only moments ago? Only seconds ago? Yes. Oh, I, I thought maybe I was dreaming. WQAM, hello. 
Neil? Yes, sir. Got a name for your poll? Yes. Weird Al Yankovic. Is crazy? No, he's not crazy. He's strange. They don't understand it. No. They don't understand no. it. It's an act. It's an act. It's an act. It's an act. It's a shtick, okay? Shtick, 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 shtick. As a matter of fact, he's probably one of the more boring yes. people. One of the most okay. boring people who thinks that he's funny. His act was very uh, cute for about two minutes. And he that was it. Boca Bryan. That was it. No, he, he ain't even in the same league with Boca Bryan. Boca Bryan, now there's a funny guy, even funny looking. And crazy. Without even putting on, although when he puts on that wig, man, he really looks amusing. I think it's a big improvement. In fact, anybody, any guy like that, old guy, with well, a, silly, a, blonde wig with a silly wig, Absolutely. looks so ridiculous. Absolutely. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Got one for your poll. Margot Kidder from Superman. Okay. Certainly. Running around all naked and battling. That's a fine choice. Thank you, sir. Thank Steve you. Hile and go Lightning. All right. Go Lightning. There's a hockey guy right there. Oh! Very exciting game last night, but hockey is uh, off the uh, table here on this radio station, except, of course, for the Geldy business. Which Gildy wants Jugs McDonald's job now that Jugs is retired, Mr. Hall of Flamer. And uh, Gildy uh, wants that job. He's moving in like a vulture. He's been doing that for a couple of years. I want it. I want that job. I want to do the Panther games. It's a goal. It's a goal. Oh, boy. It's a goal. It's a penalty. A penalty. Wah. Yeah. Can you imagine that? I mean, shrill wouldn't be the word for it. But at least maybe it would be a d diversion from the mediocrity of the team and the fact that they never make the playoffs. And that the organization lies through their teeth when they tell us they're going to spend all of that money that they saved, you know, trading away Pavel Bury and this one and that one. And they're going to spend uh, all that money signing free agents, which, depending on how things play out, there's going to be 80 million free agents uh, available. Are they going to get them? No. They're going to spend the money? No. They don't have it. They've been drowning in a sea of red ink, that organization. But anyway, 21 before 1 at 560 WQM. Hey, I want to tell you where you can go and have a good time. Pompano Park. That's right. And tomorrow, this Saturday, May 22, Pompano Park Racing and Poker will feature the classic rock all-stars in concert starting at 7.30 in the p.m. Featured will be the lead singers from Rare Earth, Sugarloaf, Iron Butterfly, and Cannibal and the Headhunters. Oh, all right, then. Why are you looking like that? These are all people that they turned down at Gulfstream. Even I remember many of their big hits like Get Ready, Inagata DeVita, Backdoor Man. Oh, Geldy knows that one, Backdoor Man. <laughs> Duff knows it, too. He likes it. Green-Eyed Lady and Land of a Thousand Dances. Now, here's the best part of the whole deal. The concert is absolutely, totally free. So come out to Pompano Park tomorrow, Saturday, May 22. Enjoy live harness racing. Try your hand at cards in the poker room. And enjoy a great concert with the classic rock stars. Rare Earth, Sugarloaf, Iron Butterfly, Cannibal and Headhunters, lead singers. Not the whole groups, of course, because that's, you know, a little bit too much. Just a half mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, they offer you free admission and free general parking every single day. Live harness racing and the poker room are open every night, Wednesday, uh, Friday, and Saturday, three nights a week, including tonight. Poker starts at noon, goes on till midnight. Live racing gets underway nightly at 7.25 and a p.m. I see John Kakili won three or four races last night. It's a freaking miracle. How do you like that? Wow. Pompano Park is also open every day, seven days and nights a week for simulcasting, featuring the best in harness racing, thoroughbred highlight action from all across North America for you to watch and plunge your guts on. Pompano Park, it's just an easy block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For that current race schedule, go on the web at pompanopark.com or call 954-972-2000. Don't forget, plunge your gut soon at Pompano Park. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. Lock him away, for I recall the day 
homicide, a bronco ride, and he won't confess. I don't care what they say, cause O.J. murdered her wearing gloves. Uh -huh. It happened so soon, on the 12th of June, and O.J. ran away from that bloody mess. I don't care what they say, cause O.J. Murdered her wearing gloves I have waited quite a while But I see he's still on trial It goes on and never ends As it does, I know that O.J. murdered them Lock him up, please And throw away the key it's a game, all the claims of his innocence. I don't care what they say, cause OJ murdered her wearing gloves. Yes. I don't care what they say, cause OJ murdered her wearing gloves. Okay, now, I probably don't need to say this, but during the just ass end of that uh, bit there, I tilted, I just sneaked one out here very quietly. Now, is that permitted yeah. anymore or not? As long as it's an SBD, it's okay. I see. No, it was it was just S. All right. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> well, in that case, you want the paper towel? No, well. 5670560. Oh, <laughs> pound 560 on the AC. <laughs> oh, man. What a shock, huh? What a surprise. Well, we've all had that. No, that's, that's not what I meant. I haven't, but I just might now. It was just very quiet, okay? Very dainty, all right? I just I just wanted to make sure that the coast is queer and that uh, we can still do those things. And here on the other hand. If anybody would have heard it, then, oh, boy, the stuff would have hit the fan. 567, the craziest personality of all time is. I like this poll. It was good enough for the Inquirer, like I said. But these people, they you know, they're pretending they don't get it. Oh, and before we get to that, speaking of crazy, no, you don't have to light any, uh, but you go oh, ahead. It ain't anyway. for you. Oh, it's for, <laughs> boy, you talk about impressionable. Wow. <laughs> All I did was just part. mention uh, something there. I'm sorry that I said it. Now the whole rumor is almost going up in flames in there. Man, lunatic. Well, you know about Jeff and the uh, pizza loft. That's an, an, an extra charge, an initial bonus. <laughs> yeah. In fact, if we, all this oil problem we have now in the world, he might be able to solve it. If we ever run out of gas, we'll just all be eating at the pizza loft around the clock, 24-7. Anyway, like the rumors, will be soon. Senior U.S. officials have told 60 Minutes correspondent Leslie Stahl that they have evidence that Iraqi politician Ahmed Chalabi has been passing highly classified U.S. intelligence to Iran. Oh, my God. The Shmatahed Iranians. Oh, my God. Uh. The evidence shows that Chalabi, who was once seen as the man likely to lead Iraq by White House and Pentagon officials, who I've been screaming to you and telling you for months is a crook, personally gave Iranian intelligence officers information so sensitive that if revealed, it could, quote, get Americans killed. The evidence is said to be rock solid. I rock they, solid? I don't know why they just found out, because Newsweek had it in last week. Sources have told Stahl a high-level uh, investigation is underway into who the, in the U.S. government gave Chalabi such sensitive information in the first place. Mm. But we can get Greg on that. He can talk to Barry Jackass, find out who the mole is. All the moles all the time, man. Too many moles with a big mouth. You know what I mean, Geldy? Yeah. <laughs> Loose lips sink ships, man. 
In addition, sources told Leslie Stahl that one of Chalabi's closest confidants, a senior member of his organization, the Iraqi National Congress, is believed to have been recruited by Iran's intelligence agency, the Ministry of Information and Security, MOIS, Moisha, and is on their payroll. How do you like that? The Iranians, which is if we don't have enough problems already, a bunch of lunatics running that country. The Ayatollah Jr. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T, and also it doesn't say in there anything about Dick Cheney and Ahmed either. It doesn't. Partners in crime. Well, I'm sure that'll come. It doesn't out. even say anything about Hamid Karzai being on the board of directors of Chevron or Condoleezza being on the board of directors of Chevron. Shut up. These are just coincidences, okay? And the fact that you're paying eighty-five dollars to fill up your gas tank—that's just a coincidence. You do understand that, please? Of course. Cracker, please. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hey. WQAM, hello. Yes. Yes, sir. I have a name. Me too. I have two names. Do you? Yes. Is this W? What do you got for us, pal? I've got uh, Jimmy Pearsall. No, Jimmy Pearsall. I mean, nobody knows who that is anymore. Yeah, he was. He was crazy. Who? Baseball player. Oh. Mentally ill. But we don't mean like mentally ill. I mean, we're not picking on people that have mental illness. We're, 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 he doesn't understand it either. Sir, I, I probably it's my fault we didn't do the disclaimer. Nobody over the age of 95 is allowed to call this show except maybe once a month on that day. That's it. Just ma. No. <laughs> Your dad used to. WQAM, hello. He doesn't understand either. Oh, Neil. Yes, sir. How about Ronald Reagan? Hi, Barry. WQAM, hello. Neil, Neil. WQM, hello. Hi, me. Uh, how about Robert Blake? And how about Jason Williams? No. 5670560, oh, pound. Well, maybe Jason Williams. What do you think? Is he crazy? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe he just don't like dogs. I don't, even his own. I don't know. Maybe he, he, don't, just, he don't like I'll dogs and limo drivers. I mean, he's entitled right. to his opinion, right? And what was the first one she said? Robert Blake. Robert Blake. He was, he was crazy like a fox. Are right, you kidding me? Exactly. In fact, the bitch had it coming. What's wrong with you? Right. Sanest thing you ever did. That's the only woman we've had call all day, and right away she's defending uh, that bitch. That Bonnie trailer, Lee. that trailer trash lion slut. Mm hmm. Five six seven oh five sixty. In fact, you ever see Bonnie Lee and Lindy England together? Same person. Yeah. <laughs> they used Lindy, to hang. Lindy's used, got better teeth. They used to hang out with the same hood. WQAM. Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. Good. I got two things. One, I wanted to just make a suggestion for the poll. Yes. That was going to be Pee Wee Herman. Got two things, yeah. That was Pee Wee Herman. The other one's not a suggestion. Um, are you down here now? Down where? In, in Florida. At the moment? Yes. Yes. Are you? Are you Are you going to be going to Pompano Park tonight? Why do you ask that? Well, because in the second race tonight, there's a... Well, don't, but don't give it on the air. It's, okay. You have, um, a, you have a tip for me at the track tonight? You want to put it on the air so we get one to nine? Well, I don't figure any of your people probably better. Yeah, anyway. sure they do. I'll put you on hold, and you'll tell it to George, and we'll see. I mean, is, this is something you know? I'm 95% sure this horse will win. All right. I'm going to put you on hold, and I thank you in advance, and uh, God bless you. Hold on. Enjoy your stay down here. Thank you. It'll be very brief. Okay, line two, see what he's got for us, okay? Maybe he's got a, a wiener, okay? It would be nice. I, if it's like one to five, I don't need that. And don't anybody be following Fat Rich around, Okay. Oh, gee, I wonder which horse is better. Of course, Rich has got, you know, if you want, if you want the world to know something, if you want to get a message out, just whisper it in his ear. 
and within 10 minutes, everybody in the even even on the Mars where they haven't had life in the million in billions of years, they'll know about it. He's just one of those guys, you know, loose lips. Like I said before, Geldy, loose lips sink ships. Okay. Five six seven. Oh, how come uh, McGillis? Oh, that's right. That thing is tonight. I thought he was uh, doing a big stogie thing with Monica. The stogie thing is tonight. Six to eight o'clock. Are you going to be there for that or what? Nobody cares. He's busy chasing down Fidel. He says he's going to get him once and for all. WQAM. Hello. Uh, yes, I'm going to say Howard Hughes for your poll. Howard Hughes. Yeah, he uh, was crazy. You're right. Uh, crazy or locked up. I In don't fact, know. we'll take the money. How do you like that? We'll let him stay locked up inside, eating the uh, ice cream, and uh, we'll take the money. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Pally. Have a great day. And he can also keep washing his hands a lot. See, if they would have just had body wash back then, right? He, he wouldn't have been so nervous. Five, six, seven. So did the guy give you something? Yeah, he no, gave well, don't say it. No, I'm not gonna. He gave you what? A, a horse. Yeah, a little horse. Yeah, I'm a little horse. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. I didn't want to talk about the poll. I wanted to talk about something else. I wanted to make a suggestion to all the uh, audience out there. When you're driving on the turnpike going south and you see those uh, cameras, you know, right after the Cypress Creek toll plaza. Yeah. As you approach, give them a bird. Just to let them know, we know you're watching and we don't care. <laughs> all right. All right. Excellent job, pal. Have a great day. A lot of material. Okay, Bye. you floor it. Five six seven oh five sixty. Yeah, that's another thing. This whole obsession with you know. Of course, we got the holiday coming up pretty soon. Memorial Day next. You know, the, the amazing point thing about this show today is there's nobody in town. No, you noticed that. Huh? Mo most of my trip to work today was a real uh, piece of cake. There was nobody on the road except uh, five ninety five was a little ouchy here and there. But other than that, pretty lame. Or I mean, pretty good. Right. As long as you don't go near any schools, that is. Yeah. And then it's a nightmare. I'm trying to think of where I was driving the other day. I mean, there was, I know where it was when I went to the dentist on uh, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. In the Pines? Yeah. And I'm driving on Taft Street. I'm going out west. And there's a school zone that's like right. about two houses wide, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. One, one thing about Pembroke Pines and Pembroke Lakes, man, they love speed uh, speed oh, traps. They that, that, it reminds me of Hiatus Road and Plantation that's between the local Sunrise economy. and Broward. Yeah, yeah that, that also in Plantation. Sunrise and Broward. You know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Where all the churches are out there, the Mormons and the this and the Jews and the, the Goyim and everybody else. Yeah. They're, they're, that's that's what they love. They write business. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. And the same in, uh, that's one of the reasons I got out of Pembroke Lakes. I couldn't uh, handle the punishment. Taft, that was a million miles Taft away from Taft hiatus. Right. You know, the island there, the... Uh, sure. Yeah. They, they Douglas sit Road. sit behind the trees. Uh, Douglas Road. They, I remember one... On I, I don't even want to go through the story. Back in the day. Got a ticket from an ornery surly cop. They hadn't even there. There was an intersection where they had not put any stop sign or a stop light. Okay, nothing. And I went through it. He said, "Oh, you could have killed somebody." I said, "Well, let me ask you. Well, they haven't finished. They haven't put the thing up yet. But I'm supposed to know what's uh, supposed yes, to be you there. In other words, you know, I came to an intersection. I should have stopped. Right. Looked all the way around. Stopped again. I mean, I guess it wasn't possible that there could have been stop signs going the other way. That you know that I had the right of way. There, there was nothing there. He still wrote me a ticket. Piece of crap. Porker. Clown. Five six seven oh five sixty pound I mean, like we don't have more important things to worry about, all the crap that's going on in the world today. And we still got a bunch of porkers sitting in the, uh, behind the bushes with a radar, you know, old smoky. It's a bunch of crap, okay? Go go save a life somewhere. Go do something worthwhile. Go save somebody. Go do some real police work. Instead of harassing the poor damn public that's paying eighty dollars a gallon for gas. Man. 
In fact, if the audience would, if we'd have had like those real close-up mics, we could have given all the gas they wanted for nothing just a few minutes ago. Live, live and local. No extra charge. Believe me. Radio five sixty Boy, it's the one to two hour. Take your gold and shove it. I ain't gonna work in no more. Too good. I've had enough of all the primitive fairy tales and folklore. Yes. I'm getting tired of giving money away to all the Christian corporate whores. You can take your gold and shove it. Well, I was a Christian, soldier of God, believer all these years. All that time I followed every word of the scriptures written by queers. Get your keys, say he's a powerful God in an all-knowing and a mighty way. Except in 9-11 when he must have been gone on a bus friend's holiday. Take your card and shove it. I ain't gonna worship him no more. Shove that you're alright. If you're with us, cause everybody else is wrong. And I'm getting tired of watching people die in the name of an invisible Lord. Take your God and shove it. I ain't worshiping him no more. No. Take your God and shove it. All right. I ain't worshiping him no more. The Taneys were forced to curse Islam. How do you like that? Well, then they deserve And they're showing these medals. pictures that the Washington Post released today, right. the moving pictures. Not just your stills, but your moving pictures. See, if these were Al-Qaeda, if this was a Gitmo... Mm-hmm. I don't really have a lot of problem with that because these people might just have information that could save a lot of our lives. Maybe. Maybe. But this, over and again, when you, they know that the overwhelming majority of these people were just people in the wrong place at the wrong time, that they slept off the street like that cab driver. Well, how can you be others. sure unless you torture them severely? Oh, that's right, unless you beat it out of them. That's, that's right. right. Within an inch of their life and maybe sometime on the other side of an inch of their life. Right. And we then can, you can, like, stand over the dead corpse and you can, like, do that silly thumbs-up up thing. Kill them all. Let God sort them out. Right. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Who do you think is the all-time craziest celebrity? Michael Jackson, 262. There ain't even nobody close. Mike Tyson, 45. Ozzy Osbourne, 37. Courtney Love, 29. Denise Rodman, 20. Gary Busey, 15. Anne Haitian, Andy Kaufman, 10 apiece. And after that, it's single digits. Scott Farrell's got eight. He's got eight. Boy, what a saga that was. WQAM, hello. This is Neil? Yes, sir. Oh, man, Neil. Mazel tov. Listen, buddy. Uh, Hello, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. You're not going to vote for Bush, are you? The only Bush I'll lick is my wife. Okay, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, Anyway, Neil. Yeah. Hello. Um, And did you see Ann Richards uh, on... I I saw a couple of minutes. I was was busy watching a hockey game. I saw a few minutes of it. I understand. But she beat... She really gave... Uh, really sliced and diced push up in, right. uh, in the Republican Party. She Too bad she didn't do that in that gubernatorial election when he beat her out. Uh, I think she was on heavy medications then. Oh, could be. And like so was he. Yeah. I've been dialing since I'm um, Weston. I'm in Lake Worth. I'm on Okeechobee Road, Neil. Well, you're going in the right direction I'm gonna anyway. Go, I'm going to have arthritis by the time I'm done. Right. Anyway, I love you. Um, 
keep up the good work. George is the second banana is okay, but number one, he, he just... Zygazone, okay. Okay, buddy. See you. Thanks. Sienna West Bank. 567, or maybe the bank in the plantation. 567 0560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. QAM, hello. I will beat you in the submission. <laughs> oh. WQAM, hello. QAM. So, this is our first underwater caller of the day from the Miami Sea Aquarium. How's it hanging? WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I would say Keith Moon from The Who. I don't think they come any crazier than him. Who? Keith yes. Moon. Oh, Keith Moon, Moon, Moon. Yes, sir. Got it, the Moon Man. He was really, really crazy out there. All right. Thank you, uh, sir, and have a great day. You too. Okay. No, I, w I wasn't really sure what he said. <laughs> I know. You know, I thought for many he said. Cock-a-moon. That's what I thought he said. We can't say that anymore, can we? Part of it. Five, six, seven. Well, we can only, we can't say moon if it has to do with like showing your, the world. we can't say moon in that, uh, fashion. And of course, the people at the FCC will be able to uh, decipher and dissect that for themselves. Because they are the mind police also. Not just the word police, right. but the mind police. They, they know where you're mind. going. Yeah, that was a quadruple entendre. We got you on that one. Ah. WQAM, hello. Hi. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. What is it? WQM, hello. Hello, I got I got one for the poll. Yes, sir. Uh, Christopher Walken. Is Christopher Walken? Yeah. Okay, I'd be running if I was him. Okay, Christopher Walken, what do you say? Crazy? No. I don't think so. Not even a little. Oh, okay. Well, we gave it a shot, Pally, but uh, we, we ran it by the poll, and they said no chance. Rented by our I mean, how, how so? local panel. I, I don't know. Listen, don't roles? ask me to explain I mean, for these people. They, they don't understand it. They don't get it. They don't get it. They're not even close to getting it. And maybe that's why. The, see, the reason that they're so much in a blue funk today is because of the fact, like I said before, just about everybody's out of town. Right. And some and of us on the verge of doing that very soon. And, and these people, unfortunately, are left behind, and they're a little on the jealous side. I am. But as soon as their kids are out of school, which is when? Week or two? Week or two. Yeah. June. As soon as that happens, then, then those uh, who can afford to do it, uh, they'll be all gone, too. And then you'll be on July and August, and uh, you'll have a great time. Oh, I'm sure. Well, you, you'll have some dependable people out there. Hi! Hi! Mm -hmm. You'll have Crazy Ron every day. Hi! Him. Jamba. Jamba. Aye, 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 aye. Right. What's not to like? And then you'll be getting faxes from the guy that don't sure. listen anymore, Jeff High's neighbor. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. How you doing? All right. Good. How about Dennis Rodman for the poll? How about Dennis Rodman that's got the 22 votes? You mean that one? Yeah. Okay, thank you. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. I, I think we've, we've pushed them over the edge, like I said. They can't, they can't handle it. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. That's a, and it's Friday. They already used up all their good material. Oh, you mean all their good drugs? Cockaloon. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hello? Hello? Neil? Yes? How about uh, Tommy Lee? Tommy Lee is a fantastic choice. I like that one. I see now this guy gets it. Okay? Crazy. I'll tell you another one. Bobby Brown. Tommy Lee and Bobby Brown. Ever seen them together? No. Same person. That's a little, uh, you know, shoe polish. A little bit of that uh, shoe polish Reagan don't need anymore. Ronnie Reagan, man. There's a guy. Was he a president or what, huh? Man. See, Nancy's being punished for that, just say no. 
That, that, that's what this right? is all about. That's it why is? he's hanging sure. on and hanging on. Yeah, he'll probably live to be 110. In that I find it funny state. that, uh, you know, they do a 180 on their whole stem cell research position when it strikes, at, you know, close to home. Right, when it's one of their own. Them, right. Oh, yeah, well, Alzheimer's. Oh, we could do something about that. Oh, we Nancy could have. maybe wouldn't have had to do all of these right. horrendous things and live these last 20 years in this uh, psychotic uh, kind of state. Could have been doing something all along. Right. No, no, we don't want to do that because we'll piss off. See, that's what it's all about with Karl Rove and this whole Bush crowd, is who are we going to piss off, you know? Is it going to be the Christians? Is it going to be the Jews in Florida, which we need to steal their votes again? And, of course, they're all whipped up to a frenzy about Israel, Israel, Israel. Uh, that's all it's all about. And, of course, Kerry, on the other hand, he hasn't figured out who to uh, alienate or please. That's the problem. You can't complain about his campaign because, quite frankly, there isn't one yet. Well, you'll see, when he picks Wesley Clark, that's my prediction. I'll say it again. And then they're not going to be able to turn around and say, and, of course, how how a bunch of draft-dodging chicken hawks can say, oh, he's weak on the military because he opposed the war in Vietnam. Duh, yeah, when he came back after he risked his life and saved those people and all these things. Got a chest full of medals. Right. Because he had the balls to come home and tell the truth about how we were butchering people and sacrificing 58,000 of our own kids over there. And he enlisted. He right. Wasn't drafted. Exactly. He wasn't a draft dodger like all these chicken hawks, like Cheney and all these others, and AWOL Bush. But even setting that aside, because the American public is so stupid, at any rate, they'll be able to say, well, we got a four-star general over here, Wesley Clark, okay? So if mm-hmm. our man needs any assistance when it comes to all of these things about international affairs... I mean, our last president had, you know, he had some expertise in affairs. Sure, international right. and all over the place, yeah. just like Domestic. Prince Philip. He had one in every port. <laughs> he did. Once upon a time. Ten minutes after one. Now, don't say <laughs> it. Not <laughs> no more. All you can say now is what Greg said when he came in here. Just quoting Greg. You do it when you're on, okay? I don't want to do it when I'm on. I'm doing it right now. I bet you are. I did. Let's see. Ooh, I could hear that one. Could you hear it? No. Well, if you weren't here, you could hear it. Now, a full oh. book of matches. Okay. None of this excretory stuff, okay? Because then Muffleby and her talking about painful uh, defoliation. <laughs> you know, summertime in South Florida guarantees three things, heat, humidity, and hurricanes. You can't control the weather, but you can control how you protect your home during hurricane season. Florida New Code Hurricane Shutters has installed shutters on over 3,000 homes in South Florida over the past decade. From panels, accordion, roll-down, or Bahama shutters, Florida New Code Hurricane Shutters makes it easy for you to pick out the hurricane protection that your home needs. Call 954-868-4935 for your free home estimate. If you own a two-story home, you know how much trouble it is using a ladder to put up those shutters. Florida New Code now offers you a new steel panel system designed to be installed from the inside on second-floor windows with no need for ladders. They'll even give you a credit for your existing hurricane protection toward any new purchase, too. So call Florida New Code Hurricane Shutters today at 954-868-4935. 954-868-4935. And, of course, haven't they said just the other day it's going to be a real active and busy hurricane season with a whole bunch of hurricanes, maybe even. So do it now. Protect yourself. Florida New Code Hurricane Shutters, providing South Florida hurricane protection over the past decade. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Friday, you bastard. I'm the type of guy with a big square head. I win all my fights except the ones who did. Yes, I'm that type of guy who pounded Michael Spinks and showed him that his shorts and his boxing really stinks. I'm the type of guy who always is alert. I showed Carl Williams that the truth can really hurt. 
You're the type of guy that thinks that I'm a bum. So I just say to you that you are D-U-M-E dumb. I'm the type of guy with my weaving and my bobbin. I only lost one fight and the bitch's name was Robin. I'm the type of guy who makes the people laugh and put the man down in a minute and a half. I'm the type of guy who makes the people stare just because I keep all my cash in Don King's hair. I'm the type of guy and the public just attack me. And if you don't believe it, then you had better ask me. I'm the type of guy. That's what I'm hit with Timmy Wolf. I'm kick your butt. I'm the type of guy. Yeah, I heard it. It's the 116. That's not what he was talking about. At 560 WQAM. I saw your eyebrows twitching around and your eyelids fluttering and whatever. Just like Vicky Carlos out there. Probably because that aroma is getting back at you. Who do you think is the all-time craziest celebrity? Crazy as in like that. Michael Jackson, 276. Mike Tyson, 49. Ozzy Osbourne, 41. Courtney Love, 29. Dennis Rodman, 22. Gary Busey, 16. Andy Kaufman, 11. George S. Kaufman, don't have any yet. Anne Hayes, 10. Charlton Heston, 10. 10 Nugent, 9. Robin Williams, 8, which you don't understand that, but he's uh, nuts. He just bugs me. I just, uh... And I used to like him once upon a time. Yeah. About the first 10 minutes, and then after that. Scott Farrell, 8. He's got 8. Jonathan Winters, 7. Sid Vicious, 4. O.J. Simpson, only 4. Only 4 for O.J.? Liza Minnelli, 3. Howard Hughes, spelled with no E there before the S, George. Oh, sorry. It's got uh, 3. Almost looks like Howard Huge. That was the word. Elizabeth Taylor, 2. Winona Ryder, 2. Only 1 vote for Margot Kidder, Keith Moon, Anna Nicole Smith, and Whitney Houston. None yet. None yet? 0 for Judy Garland. Jerry Lee Lewis, Tommy Lee, or Bobby Brown. I realize Tommy Lee and Bobby Brown just went on a few minutes ago, but my God, they should be climbing up that ladder fast. Bobby Brown. Out of 518, and he's got the big, oh. that's bad. And the, you know what? The big oh. is bad. 5670560. Oh, Let's pick on Geldy some more. What do you say? Huh? Come on. Well, see, the only reason we're not getting any response to that, other than that one very outstanding early call, the first call I took, which was smart, uh, is because of the fact that we got no hockey people. See? Right. They, they don't yeah, care. We knew that. They don't, in addition to which, even the hockey people that we do have, they either go to the games or they listen. They watch them on TV. How many people actually listen to Panther hockey on this station? About 30, man. That's on a good night when they're playing a team that somebody cares about, you know? Mm -hmm. now, you, you could, in, in these two rooms together, you could put some folding chairs and, right. you know, and, 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 and that's it. Pipe in the audio. Watch the game on TV. No, 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 no. I'm talking about listening on the radio. About 30, man. So it doesn't really make any difference who uh, does the games. But at any rate, uh, Geldy's running around shooting off a big mouth because he's pissed off. Uh, Howard from Boca. Right. Even Mo, who used to think that Geldy was. Remember all the times? That, no, sure. Geldy uh, loves me. He, we can get along just fine. Well, now he realizes that even Geldy can't put up with his crap anymore. Howard from Boca. Right. And Joe Rose, who Geldy really always thought was going to be the guy he could just latch on to, just like a, uh, a kangaroo with a, uh, with a pouch. He could just yeah. hop right in there. Yeah, he, he thought that was it, his lifeline. How the world turns. Yeah. And I'll come to find out that Blockhead is doing just great on his own. He don't want no part of Geldy. So, <laughs> that's right. He don't want that little twerp in there. He also can't stand the beast. No, apparently. No, he don't want to be, I mean, Zach does a fine job in there in spite of what Mo said. Zach is just fine. 
And Zach and uh, Blockhead have got that little routine of theirs going back and forth. Uh, Zach does a fine Harvey Green. That's kind of a cute thing. And I'll tell you something, that takes some balls. you got a guy that used to play for the Dolphins that people would accuse of being a shill for the organization, which right. we know who is uh, the shill. You know, All right. I don't want to pick up my good friend Mad Dog. But, I mean, he's the shill for the organization pretty much. But Joe Rose is a different kind of a guy, a horse of a different feather. California boy. Yeah. He ain't from Solon, Ohio. See, that's a different kind of upbringing. Is he a surfer? So at any rate, it probably was. At any rate, he uh, don't have any uh, compunctions in ripping Harvey Green and the fact that they're trying to cover up all of that Ricky Williams stuff. And, the uh, you know, he smoked a little pot. Who cares? Man, oh, man, he smoked a little number here and a big fat one over there. And who cares, all right? Got his hair cut. I give him much higher marks for getting his hair cut and looking human than for, like, uh, who cares whether he smoked a, a little reefer or not. Who cares? I don't. Especially now that he looks, I mean, if he still would have had the long hair, the deadlocks, people would say he suffered from reefer madness. But now, or like on that morning show from Griefer Madness, 5670560, how can he still be here? This is the longest exit in the history of the entertainment industry. Nobody has ever been leaving a job, whether it was a big <laughs> job, a small job, a job, whatever, as long as Robert the Grim Griefer. He's leaving. He's leaving. He's thinking about leaving. Wait a minute now. Hey, we'll pack your salami sandwich, okay, with Swiss cheese on it. <gasps> Trafe. Swiss cheese. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? I love grilled salami and Swiss. Yes, sir. Hey, what's going on? How you go, doing? I got one for the poll. Okay. Uh, what about John Belushi? He was crazy. And probably a little bit too crazy for his own good. Thank you so much. Thank you. And have a great day. John Belushi, why'd you make a face like that? He was nuts. He was certifiable. Huh? He was funny. Yeah. I mean, you could be funny. <laughs> And still be crazy. Ozzy Osbourne's funny as hell, but crazy, right? Right. And Belushi had a little, a little blow problem is what he had. Yeah. A little blow. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line, as opposed to like John Candy, right? Who had a, a little uh, sugar problem, a little food problem, a little food addiction, and now he's dead. He's dead. Fat people are the good people, and the fat people are the dead people. Go see Fatso this weekend, okay? Go rent it, buy it, steal it. The fat people, I'm telling you, we're fat, and we're getting fat. This is the thing that really, uh, it's so typical of what, what's happening in America and the world in general, but especially in this country, because we're so over-commercialized. Since Dr. Atkins croaked, since he had that bad slip and fall, the marketing people, and you, you, you were the first one to pick up on it, and you're right. The Atkins organization, man, see, what, what did I always say about him? He had a mm -hmm. great diet, he was a brilliant guy, but he was a bad marketer. That infomercial he used to have on was the most, he had that real jappy broad from the Bronx. Where, Come on, get the Atkins diet, the low carb. You know, nobody wanted to see it. She was like Joan Rivers on helium. Oy. And so anyway, the marketing people have come along, and now we got Atkins. I think we even pretty soon going to have Atkins toilet paper. Sure, why not? Which is going to make your uh, rectum real slim. It's low carb. In fact, what you do is you just sit on uh, just, well, I can't discuss it. It's made of soy. Even if you have a painful <laughs> vaccination, just walk away. But at any rate, uh, so now they're marketing like crazy, and everybody else is imitating, so that's all you hear about is low-carb this and low-carb that. And in the meantime, we're getting fatter than ever. I can't mm -hmm. believe the number of fat people I see. Yesterday, I'm watching a Cubs game yesterday afternoon, after I got through with all my doctoring, after they looked in every orifice they could find, and the uh, they got Billy Williams on there with Steve Stone and uh, Chip Carey. And Billy Williams, now you wouldn't know who that is, but no. he's a Hall of Fame, former black guy, former great uh, Cub player. He, he's sitting there. He, he had a puppet on him, man. He made Fat Boy look like uh, Liza Minnelli. Hmm. 
I'm telling you, a huge puppet. We're getting fatter and fatter. And, oh, we got low-carb this and low-carb that. And then you look on the labels on the ingredients, man. I'm in Walgreens the other That's day, right. and I'm, I'm looking at one of these uh, health bars and, uh, and uh, carb solutions and this. And I look at the 49 grams of carbs for a little candy bar the size of your thumb. And then Hershey's also has these new candy bars, low-carb. Have you seen I those? No, I haven't. Look at the ingredients. Tall's. Sorbitol. Sorbitol. So if you're one of those people who's fat and you don't have irritable bowel, which I don't know how many how many of those people exist, About 30, man. then you're, you're in luck because you can eat that stuff. It has almost no carbs, and you'll be very successful. But if you're like me, if you're a fat old slob like me, and you got the old IBS and ISPCA and the ITA and the HUC, then you got real problems. Don't forget GERD. And GERD is the word. You know who told me that? <laughs> the bird. And you know what the mad dog told him? You turd. Right, that's what I heard. Let's spank Gildy. Come on, let's spank him a few times, okay? You're not getting that gig, Gildy, okay? No, no chance. And I'll tell you who's loving it is Mo. Mo is loving it. The Mo we spank him, the Mo likes it. Mo likes it. The Mo Mo likes it. The Moo 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 likes it. WQAM, hello. Yes, Dave. What is it? Dave. Hey, Dave, how are you doing, Dave? Good, how are you doing, man? What's up? Um, want to make a suggestion for the poll? Go ahead. Um, how about John Belushi? <laughs> I don't think so. Five, six, seven. <laughs> Come on, that was good. You got oh, yeah. it. Here's line nine, which we haven't talked to in at least a couple of minutes. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. South Florida cops don't like to write tickets, but they will. What does that mean? I don't know. That's the commercial they're running on uh, your station. On this station? Yeah. Oh, my God. They don't like to write them, but they got their quotas. Is that it? In other words, blame somebody else? Everyone who ever wrote me one looked happy as could be. Yeah, you bet. Especially when they pulled, walked up to the car and uh, show me show me everything you got, your license, your registration, your shoe size, whatever you got. I want to see it. Right. And like, I thought this was the cartel administration we had in power. Yeah. These gas prices. I yeah, that's the least we could get out. Wait, wait, wait till you see, gas. wait till you see the profits from uh, Exxon and Chevron and all these others at the end of the next quarter. Wait till you see their record-breaking profits. And somebody will be saying, "Well, how come they keep making record-breaking profits and they keep gouging the public like that? Something stinks somewhere." Aren't the tankers running from the Persian Gulf straight into Texas? They're running straight into uh, Haifa, is what I'm hearing. And my choice for a uh, crazy guy? Yes, sir. Joe Carroyo. All right, that's good, Crazy Joe. See, there's a good one. Now, we just had a caller on line nine who made some sense. I might just have to play that, you know. Joe Carroyo, he's, uh, I don't know, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. People actually hated him like poison and deservedly so. But then once he uh, threw the last tea canister at his wife, that was kind of like it, you know. Yeah, one hour or two. Although, let me ask you this. I beg your pardon? One hour or two. He's one of your people, and you're asking me how you spell his name. Well, you know how to spell all the Jewish names? Yeah. How about Moshe Hanyankel? Moshe Pupik, I know how to spell that, too. P-O-P-I-K, okay? Pupik. I'm going to put two. I don't care what you put on there, okay? Joe Carroyo. Uh, if he's going to be on there, I'll tell you another one needs to be, but nobody remembers him, Xavier Suarez. Oh, yeah. At least Joe Carroyo wasn't running around in his bathrobe campaigning door-to-door -door at 3 in the morning every night. What the hell just happened there? Oh, you know what? <laughs> I did it again. My, my, and Sorry, Neil. This is Sports Radio 560. Voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil Guy. 
Absolutely. One thirty-two at five sixty WQM. No Mad Dog today. Guess who we got it to instead, though? The Booster. We like Booster. We like Booster. We like You ain't no uh, Dave Van Boring, thank God. Uh, Booster will be at the Hooters in Pembroke Pines. In fact, you might want to call him up and say, you know, that guy that you work with on the games, would you p- just poke him in the ribs once in a while, wake him up, just give him like a little elbow. Anyway, then we got the Humper at 4, the Hebrew Hammer 4 to 7 this afternoon. Three solid hours, man. <laughs> a tough assignment for the uh, big fat hammer, I mean, that for Hank. Funny. Then you got the Marlins on deck at uh, 7 o'clock, 7.35, Arizona. You know, I got to tell you, and we'll see, because supposedly they got big weekend, Randy Johnson pitching this weekend, and Don Trell, and et cetera. But uh, those crowds during the week for Houston, pretty embarrassing. Houston's a very good team. And, you know, the Marlins lost a few games. See, I'm afraid when it gets to be June and July and August and it's 180 degrees in the shade, I'm afraid that if the Marlins ain't exactly setting the house on fire like they were in those first couple weeks in the season, that just maybe we'll be reverting back to those really paltry, embarrassing crowds again. I don't want to say this is a front-running town, but when days after the uh, game six is already over with the heat in Indiana... And people are still calling on these stupid-ass sports shows we got on the station talking about a game that's been over for days now, and this one should have done this, and this one should Who cares about that? Huh? Yeah, I sure don't. Who the hell gives a crap about that? But, uh, you know, th- that's the nature of this town. Give me a winner, man. Give me something to grab onto. Please, I'm a loser. Give me something to grab onto. Anything. Give me a bandwagon to hop on. Hop aboard. That's why that whole Panther thing from back in 96, it's, it's a joke. How many hockey fans do we have in South Florida? About 30, man. I don't know why we still have a team here. I mean, I'm glad that we do, but uh, but why we still do, I have no idea. Something to do. There, there, no, it, but it's not something, well, something, a place to go and be seen and whatever, I guess. Wander around and drink some beer in the hallway. Talk on your talk phone. Talk on your cell phone, right, and wave to the guy on the cell phone in the other, uh, you know, in Section 100, whatever. It, it's really sad. There's no real passion about almost anything here. Five six seven oh five sixty. So why should I be surprised at the nature of the people I've been talking to all week long? There's, you know, they're like uh, automata, automatons. Yeah, that's what they are. Oh, well, Israel, listen, Cuba, that, and the same old tired baloney. No matter what's going on in the world, see that that goes beyond their ability to reason. Don't confuse us with all this minutia, okay? All I know is the bigger picture, and that is that. I'm Jewish, therefore I must love Israel and defend them at all costs, or I'm Cuban and therefore I must be obsessed with Cuba no matter what the hell is going on in the world, and, and that's it, and don't bother me with anything else. Apparently. Evidently, you're right. WQAM, hello. Hey, is yep. this, this Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, oh, how about Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor, he had a little bit of a problem. I would say he's crazy. You don't think so? No, set yourself on fire, you got to be a little... Drunk Richard Pryor set himself on fire. <laughs> right. He had a burning desire. 
560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Who do you think is the all-time craziest Looney Tunes celebrity of them all? Michael Jackson. I mean, he's all by himself, and, of course, we can understand that. 296 votes. But after that, it's a Haas race. Mike Tyson, 53. Ozzy Osbourne, 41. Courtney's Glove, 29. Denise Rodman, 24. Gary's Busey has got 21. Chuck Heston, 12. Andy Kaufman, 12. And H10, 10 Nugent, 10. Everybody else, including Pharrell. Single digits. We can get Pharrell up into 10 if we get, like, one more vote for Pharrell. He's only got nine. Out of control, lunatic, maniac, uh, loose cannon, all of these things. WQAM, hello. Yay, can you play me, um, President Dumb Bat? WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Okay. It's kind of late, but he would have got a lot of votes. I think Bobby Knight's kind of a whack job. Bobby Knight's good. He is crazy. Very good choice. Yeah. And you got all weekend, so maybe he can catch up. He can play catch uh, up. Absolutely. And I close him. <laughs> See, that was so bad. He's, he's doing it. Now, see, you gave a bad look there, but he's trying his best to do a little, but he just don't have it yet. Practice makes perfect. All weekend long, it'll keep you off the street, pal, out of trouble. Just keep doing the guilty. Yeah. Yeah. The important part is the slap. So you have to slap come, yourself real hard. How come I never play that bit? Which one? Uh, do the guilty. I bet you it's not in here. I never heard of it. Do the guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. Did, yeah. I don't think it's in here. No. I got it, though. You have it. I don't. <laughs> you don't have crap in here, man. I'm telling this, you. This thing is embarrassing. Even like, uh... My... What is that? Oh, that, that did uh, that thing again. Oops. I like that, though, when you least expect it, because it's <laughs> so loud. Man, that thing scares just... the hell out of everybody. Oh, man. I, I like it a lot. Now, where's that one where he says, uh, come on, Gildy, you can do it. We only got a four-hour show. Uh, Gildy sings The Shield. I, I, I don't, uh... Well, you don't watch the shield. So. Oh. Up the butt. Oh, five six seven oh five sixty. Well, that's what they were checking yesterday at the Cleveland Clinic. Yeah, a whole bunch a of them. Team of spelunkers. A, even Duff said he never had a line like that. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. That's what he said. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey. uh... I wanted to say Jason Williams put him on that poll. Somebody said, did we ever put him on or what? I don't think so. Yeah, well, we'll do oh, it now just because you said it. No, I don't think so. We decided no. We we took it to committee and we decided uh, no, no. Just because he don't like dogs and uh, limo drivers, that's uh, his, you know, it's up to him. And Besides, he, they killed themselves. And he walked away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dog was definitely a suicide. I, got, I read the report to follow up on that. The dog definitely offed himself. It was a suicide. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. That fat boy, man. I'm glad that you and uh, he are getting really tight. You know what? I think he tries. Tries what? To, to be annoying. Sell. Trying to ambush people like he did to me on Monday. That's all part of him. Uh, that, ah, that's, that's why he, I find selling. him despicable yeah. and unacceptable. In spite of what his boyfriend uh, on the fax machine. You'll see. You'll see how many days before he's back. He, he never went anywhere. Of course not. What do you mean? You know, you know what this reminds back. me of? I was thinking about this before. Back in the day, I mean, I'm talking way, way back, W. News, back in the, you know, old-time talk radio, topical talk radio, the, all that crap. And it, it was the same. It was a different bunch, but it was the right. same crap. And somebody who, you know, loved you and liked you. and they lo- But all you had to do was look at them cross-eyed or make one comment that they disagreed with. And they would, uh, oh, you, you. And, of course, the, we didn't have faxes coming in those days. It was all on the phone, you know, or a letter. 
You, I'm never going to listen to you again. You are the yeah, worst. Right. Blah, blah, blah. You know, all this other crap. Because we have to agree with all of them all the right. time. Now, of course, you can't possibly agree with all people all the time because they all got different opinions. But uh, nevertheless, don't confuse them with the facts. You must agree with them at all times, and everything you must be say must be in uh, goose step with what they say. Maybe that's why a lot of these people like Bush so much. They like the old goose step. Or at least they like the old goose. And boxcars. Right. And ovens. Showers. Right. And then again, like I said, that soap. 20? Liquid soap. Right, liquid soap. Oh, I wonder who's in that bottle. Wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be something if, like, after I used the whole bottle of that body wash and on the bottom I saw Todd Drex's name stamped on there? Wouldn't that be bad? Ooh, I would stay in the shower with, like, some real soap for hours. I, I would get, like, Mr. Clean and Listerine and just in the power cleanse shower. my spleen. Yeah, the old shower of power. Speaking of Al Goldstein, so Al sold his house here is what uh, your good friend Al is selling his house because he's broke and he's moving to, out in California. I hadn't heard. And married that uh, 23-year-old uh, Bimbet. I never met her. Poor Al. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he made his own uh, funeral, but they really were out to get him, and he helped him out. You know what I mean? Yeah, he did. They were out to really nail his ass, and he uh, bent over. And even Muff said that's not necessarily a good idea. But Attention, men. 20 till 2 at 560. <laughs> Wrecked him. Yeah, when I told him about my uh, exams yesterday, he, he looked at me. There was a tear of jealousy in his eye. I could tell. Spring into savings right now and save like never before on a new car or truck from Armstrong Toyota of Homestead, speaking of Fat Boy. They're on US 1, 20 minutes south of the 836, and Armstrong Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive from just about any place because they're going to save you so much cash, thousands and zillions on great new Toyotas. Check out the great lease deals that are waiting on you right now. An 04 Camry or 4Runner, just 269 a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander? You pay only 309 a month. Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra? It's the safest truck in the U.S. of A. You pay just 179 a month for 48 months. And these are just some of the great savings waiting for you right now at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. Talk to General Manager David Rich and his staff. You love doing business with them. They will do just about anything to get you a deal cut today. And their service department is even open late till late weeknights to make sure they get all your service work done for you. Easy to find them, and you really ought to. They're conveniently located at US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836, and they offer you a deal right now, the likes of which you seldom hear of in your lifetime. Armstrong Toyota Homestead offers you free tires, batteries, and replacement parts for life, for the life of the vehicle. That's right, tires, batteries, and free parts for life. Who else would do that? So forget about the big mega dealers and car giants who give you those screaming loud car commercials and then uh, under-deliver. Call David Rich, the GM at Armstrong Toyota Homestead, for a deal that is unbelievable. Call 305-242-3247. No BS, just the best deals in town. 305-242-3247. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. We're Sports Radio 560 UAM. I urge everyone to complain to this station. On the next episode of The Shield, Guilty Goldstein stars as Mick Mackey. I got nothing to say to you, Madam. You're a bad man. A very bad man. I'm going to bring your face on the stove here. Tension mounts when Guilty faces off with Captain Moe. I saw of you doing the, the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I want to keep it under wraps, see? Okay. I don't want nobody knowing what went on there. Could mean my career. Your sacred is safe with me. Good. I got it. Hey, everybody. Captain Moe put the Moe in homo. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> 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 
146 at 560 WQAM. Taking toilet orders, uh, taking ta- talking toilet orders, German men to sit down. I'm tongue-tied from this, and you would be too. A German inventor who developed a gadget that berates men if they try to use the toilet standing up has sold more than 1.6 million devices, his business manager says. German women fed up with a man with a poor aim can turn to the ghost-shaped gadget, which lurks under the toilet rim, and if the seat is lifted, declares in a stern female tone, Hello, what are you up to then? Put the seat back down right away. You are definitely not to pee standing up. You will make a right mess. Alex Benhart, 46, invented the WC Ghost, and its creators are negotiations to market in Britain, Canada, and Italy. How do you like that? A, to- a toilet that talks back at you. Yeah. That's a I've good move. Use some of those. <laughs> so you won't be lonely. Now wait till you hear this. Interrep, whatever the hell that is, released the results of its winter Arbitron audience format analyzation. Spanish and hot AC soared to record levels in the survey, which is why I guess CMQFM when soaring up there to the top, mm-hmm. like a rotten banana floats to the top. The latest results represent continued growth for the uh, growth for the group, a group growth of formats classified under the Spanish label, topping the record set in the fall 2003 report. Spanish shares are up nearly a full point in the last year because nobody speaks English here no more. No. I bet you you don't have that in there either. Sure we do. Don't we? I don't even know what it's called. It's called Nobody Speaks English. And guess what? It ain't in there. Your DCS blows. Yeah, I don't think we had it. News Talk remains the most listened to specific format classification, although the combined News Talk sports category is off slightly as the sports segment gave back some of the extra listening generated last fall. Did you hear that? No. Let me say it again. News Talk remains the most listened to specific format, although the combined News Talk sports category is off slightly as the sports segment gave back some of the extra listening generated last fall. Huh. The sports segment. In other words, people are sick and tired of hearing about Ricky this and Ricky that and uh, what, what's that the quarterback? What the hell's his name? That uh, limperist? I mean, CHR means the third-ranked format category with a slight shift from dance to the, oh, Feely Good. That's his name. Goody Feely. Feely Goody. From dance to the pop segment in the latest book. Urban Health Study in fourth place overall, followed by AC. AC, Adult Contemporary, dropped back a bit after fall rating surge. Winter results contain virtually no changes for country. Uh, classic rock, oldies, new rock, and jazz. Other, of course, the classic rock than Big 106, which went tumbling, tumbling down to the bottom, okay? Enough to make you cry. <laughs> because Howard Stern got taken off of Big 106. It's a major story. Did anybody really write about those numbers? No. Howard Cohen? No. Uh, Glenn Garvin? Glenn Gary? Glenn Garvin? No. No. Tom Jicka? No. No. Just amazing how many really meaningful stories that go on in this market, and uh, they can't be bothered. Speaking of meaningful stories... Previously secret sworn statements by detainees at the Abu Ghraib prison in Iraq describe in raw detail abuse that goes well beyond what's been made public, adding allegations of prisoners being ridden like animals, sexually fondled by female soldiers, and forced to retrieve their food from toilets. Retrieve their food from toilets. You turd. Like we're going to QAM. The fresh allegations of prison abuse are contained in statements taken from 13 detainees shortly after a soldier reported the incidents to military investigators in mid-January. The detainees said they were savagely beaten and repeatedly humiliated sexually by American soldiers working on the night shift at Tier 1A in Abu Ghraib during the holy month of Ramadan. According to copies of the statements obtained by the Washington Post, some said they were pressed to denounce Islam or force-fed pork and liquor. They were eating treif. Many provided graphic details of how they were sexually humiliated and assaulted, threatened with rape, and forced to masturbate in front of female soldiers. 
How do you like that? Like you said, faggery is uh, alive and well. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Here's God. Ramadan, 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 Director of Communications and Broadcasting and uh, Humiliation for the Florida Panther Organization says over his dead body, Steve Gelde Gelstein will be doing that thing. Of course, I don't know what thing he was talking about. I just made that up. 157 at 560 WQM. Now, what was that thing you just dropped in there? What was it? It was K. Oh no! What? Play that again. K. Oh no! Do you hear the way she said that? <laughs> wow, that was painful. <laughs> anyway. 157, a bookster standing by over there at Hooters in the Pines. He's going to be doing two to four for the Mad Dog, who, just like me now, he's uh, taking a page out of the Neil Rogers workbook, works whatever he feels like it, right? There was at least one other day this week he didn't show, right? Right, at least. And then in the next two weeks, we've got, let's count them, three, not one, not two, but three, oh! Marlin Day games. Oh! And then a week from Monday is Memorial Day, which means George is working that day. Oh, oh I like this schedule, man. Just remember the Neil Rogers motto. It's a good uh, motto to live by, less work and more pay. Less hours, more money. That's Everybody should be demanding that. More vacation, more time off, more money. I thought your motto was less work, more. Okay. Well, that too. Well, if you have less work, you got more time for Rectum. that. Anyway, here's the poll results so far. Who do you think is the all-time craziest celebrity? We're talking crazy, man. Lunatic, 613 votes. I don't think they like this poll. That's because it's so one-sided. We probably should decide, aside from the king of plop, who's the, you know what I mean? But that's okay. Just forget he's on there. Michael Jackson, 321. Crazy, irresponsible, pedophile. Mike Tyson, 57. Ozzy Osbourne, 44. Courtney Love has got... About 30, man. Dennis Rodman, 25 for Denise. Gary Busey, 24. I'll tell you one thing. If I saw Dennis Rodman sitting in a public tea room, I would not go in there. <laughs> no. no, no. I would not go anywhere near there to do anything. Gary Busey, 24. Andy Kaufman, 16. Charlton Heston, old Chuck Scott, 14. 14. Thank you. 
OJ's got 13. Unlucky number, OJ. I think they're going to come and get your ass this weekend. Next week, the rest of you. Pathetic, murdering piece of crap. Ann Hayes, 10. Ted Nugent, 10. Robin Williams, 9. Pharrell's got 9. Scott Pharrell. Remember him? He's got 9. I, I said do one more so we get to 10. He can't do it. Come on. Goose him up there a little bit. Goose up Pharrell. Jonathan Winters, 8. Howard Hughes, without the E, has got 6. Sid Vicious, 4. Liza Minnelli's only got 3. Liz Taylor's got a pair. Anna Nicole's got a big pair. Winona Ryder, 2. Keith Moon, 2. Joe Carroyo has got the 2. Judy Garland, 1. Whitney Houston, only 1 for Whitney Houston. Only 1 for Bobby Brown. Only 1 for Margot Kidder. You kidding me? Xavier Suarez has one. He's got his bathrobe on right now. And no votes yet for John Belushi, which was called in, what, 40, 50 times? At least. Jerry Lee Lewis don't have any. I think it's normal. The guy marries his five-year-old cousin. What's wrong with that? Tommy Lee don't have any. Richard Pryor, none. And Bobby Knight don't have any. We just don't have that basketball crowd. But I'm sure that once the Boogster comes on and we exhaust the Marlin talk after the first five minutes, we can rehash all of that good stuff about the Heat game, game six, and why they lost, and how come they didn't do this, and how come they didn't do that, et cetera, and so on, right? Yeah, hoops. Let's talk hoops. And then if there's any time left over, we can discuss how uh, why Geldy shouldn't get that Panther job. Ah! Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Attention, men. Would you like to feel relaxed once again? 